feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. The Goal Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 to 1717 700. The halftime Bovril is in the studio. Thank you, James. Thank you, Rochelle. We are, we've been looked after. I was never looked after this way, I'll tell you before. Can I just I'm say n- so? I've never anything like it. Me, yeah. me and you wouldn't get this, Paul. It's no, only because exactly. oh, he's here. Oh, is of it? Yeah. That is. <laughs> because of the former Rangers in Scotland. I haven't done that for weeks. Have you noticed that? Former Rangers in Scotland skipper. I'm, a, I'm about yeah. to walk out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the entrepreneur, Cy Ferry, along with uh, Barry Ferguson that, here. Let's Saturdays. be honest, this yeah. is brilliant. It it just takes me back to my my younger days going to the game with my dad with a a Bovril love it Aloha have equalised Aloha 1 Queen of the South 1 Andy Graham yeah did your dad take you to the football yep yep used to go and watch my brother yep did you say so you would would, drive the motor up to the eyebrow to go and watch Derek yep and then leave at 60 minutes when he got hooked (laughs) (laughs) do you know I'll I'll give you one do you know my old dad Archie he used to leave 5 minutes before the game and he used to make me run the car. We used to park at the underground and we used to go a jog. Did you say? Yep, every single oh. time. What's so a wee bit of fitness. He's still fit, aye? Aye, old guy. Brilliant. He's not that old. <laughs> 74. But, yeah. Is he? Fantastic, yeah. Do you have a good birthday? I know it's socially distanced yeah, and all that. It's hard like, yeah. the family round and, and whatever, obviously, we been in lockdown but look you, it is what it is isn't it you've just as long as you've got your close family with you you try and enjoy it as much as you can what and, was your uh, first game Paul oh sorry Ferry no fire in it was Hamilton I don't remember who they played Billy Lamont was the keeper my Celtic. uncle Matt my, no, it was <laughs> <laughs> I do remember one time going it was Celtic against them when the were in the top league I know they are just now I think it was 7-1 it ended up but Hamilton against Celtic but no the first one it was Hamilton Ackies I used to go there Billy Lamont it was the old Douglas Park mm. my uncle had played for Ackies he played for Hibs Played at United. It's my uh, Matt Devine. Yeah. Ackies, is it? Yeah. Yep. If I couldn't get to Rangers games, I would always go down to Old Douglas Park. Remember right? the, yep. the old fan, fan Fergie? Fergie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've never had like, a, a right good team, Hamilton. As in, like, top half of the, the top league? Nah. I think way before our time. They mm. were. Right. But m- way before that. Yep. Mm. Mm. Ricky Ferguson and goals. Remember him? Of course, yeah. Yep. That, that was, was that in the 80s, no? wasn't no. it? No, no. Yeah. Right, we're going to take a, a call. No change, so start the second half if you're just on. It's with OPC Energy Limited, the Go Radio football show. Super Saturday, Saturday afternoon with Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry and Paul Cooney. Celtic one up on Motherwell, Stephen Welsh the scorer. Hibs one up on Aberdeen, a Martin Boyle penalty. Livingston nil, St Johnson one. Scott Tanzer just before half time. Ross County nil, Dundee United nil. And St Mirren are one up in Kilmarnock, Cal McAllister in 38 minutes. Uh, looking to see elsewhere and down south, Aston Villa took the point against Arsenal no Kieran Tierney again this afternoon he was injured Villa 1 Arsenal 0 Celtic are 2 up against Motherwell and it's Odson Edward who scored just a, a moment ago so Edward uh, gets on the score sheet so 2-0 Barry yeah I said they had to get the, the second goal but again 
they've started the way they, they finished mm. they dominated the first half they've come out um, as they, they did the first half and a good goal there listen uh, Edward touch to the side and a, a great strike into the, the goalkeeper's uh, bottom right hand corner uh, good build up play as well there Taylor McGregor involved and again goalkeeper's no chance Celtic two up and now I think they'll go and get that third and fourth goal I cannot believe when I see teams Fergie when Edson Ed, uh, Edward drops to the edge of the box they didn't go tight one now you've got to force him back you've got, you can't let Ed, Edward get turned as easy as that because he's got the quality to put it in the two Motherwell centre halves are far too deep there should be up against Edward but good goal for Celtic look how high up the pitch there winning the look, ball back look, look at look at Edward Ayeti yep and, and Turnbull going and closing down the, the Motherwell back four previously you never seen that mm-hmm. when you think of St Mirren's first goal last year remember the ball gets clipped to mm-hmm. the fullback and Edward jogs but the day he's sprinting it to fullbacks but you, you then wonder why why did you not do that last week too little too could late could have been three points more yep uh-huh. but uh, see, uh, here's a question for you in terms of how Turnbull's playing I know I'm sounding like David Turnbull <laughs> he's your player of the year but for Celtic what yep. I'm saying is he's not in the Scotland squad just now mm-hmm. now Ryan Christie plays 10 for Scotland mm-hmm. Turnbull's playing ahead of him for Celtic does, does David Turnbull get in the Scotland team for the Euros that's a good point I think he's got to be in Steve no Clark's mm-hmm. um, thinking there's, yeah. there's no doubt about it he'll be watching him closely I, th- I think there's a couple of um, places up for grabs in that, that squad I did say maybe Billy Gilmer but look, it doesn't look like he's going to play much with, with Chelsea no. the rest of the Sadly. season yeah. but definitely David Turnbull Steve, uh, Stevie Clark will definitely be having a, a, a good um, look at him now, if you're Kevin Nisbet, Paul, and wanting back yep. in that Hibs team mm-hmm. ASAP yep. because he's got a right good chance of getting in that Scotland team as well. If you think McBurney's good not point. scoring at Sheffield United, Shanklin's not scoring at Dundee United. Nisbet's got 11 goals, Tavernier yeah. 11, uh, and it's Edouard now top scorer with 12. So that's how it stands there. Let's go back on the lines 0808 17 17 700. How's the Bovril? We enjoying it? Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Jake, uh, a Partick fan, is on the line. So he's a Thistle fan. Hi, Jake. Alright, how you doing? Good, in fact, you're a Rangers fan. You, you live in Partick, I think. Hi, <laughs> that, 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 was, that was a confusing one there. Jake, that was my fault. I thought like, he's a Partick fan. I thought we were on the, on the wrong station or something. BBC, a Partick fan. Oh no, it's Jake in Partick. How are you, Jake? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. I just I just wanted to come on, but a uh, big, big fan of the show. Um, I just wanted to ask a, a question to uh, Barry and Sai. It's, it's a bit of a complicated question, so it might, might take a time, but... I'll leave us to Barry then if it's going okay. <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, massive, massive Rangers fan, been a season ticket holder my whole life. My family's been a season ticket holder my whole life. Last time Rangers won the league, I was 13, I believe. Uh, I'm 22 mm-hmm. now, so that mm-hmm. would make sense. Um, it was up at Rugby Park, obviously. But past nine years have been absolute turmoil for Rangers fans. Barry will tell you that as one himself. Can I just tell you, St Johnson are two up at Livingston. Wow. Uh, sorry to jump in, Jake. And it's Sean Rooney, so Saints ahead. But back to you. Yep, so it was uh, 10 years ago. Kilmarnock, yeah, Rangers winning. Yeah, so, yep. Yeah, so uh, obviously, like the last nine years have been ridiculously bad for Rangers fans. We've had to go down to Division 3, Division 1 Championship, then not won anything within those 10 years apart from the championships. The question I wanted to ask was, I assume Rangers won the league this year and it becomes 55. Has the last 9 to 10 years been worth it for Rangers fans or do Rangers need to push on and win two, three league titles, maybe a Scottish Cup, maybe get followed in, in Europe 
to then make it worth it the last 10 years that's my question a hundred percent I think they've got to push on with the season they've had and I've no doubt that the manager knows that I, I think he's put himself under pressure this year because it was two years without without yeah. a trophy and you're judged on how many trophies you win certainly as a manager and that group of players um, albeit Alan McGregor and, and Stephen Davis have won previous um, trophies but the rest of them so I, I think they're going to they're going to push on you can see he's already building for for next season with the two players he brought in in the, the January transfer window and I, I, I'm more than sure that he's going to be bringing another three or four in um, for the start of, of next season mm. there's no doubt in my mind they need to push on because nine it's been a long nine and a half years mm. but it has and you, you can't take anything away from in terms of Celtic Celtic have been the dominant force there's yep. no doubt about it but this now is an opportunity for Rangers to go and put a bit of dominance so yeah, I, I think nine years but I think a few bad decisions were made within the nine years that maybe you could have cut it shorter than nine years in terms of giving Pedro Cachinho the job at the time that he was given the job how why? did that happen? I don't know why I really don't know really, that was a baffling situation where Mark, Mark Warburton left and he had Rangers playing in a style I thought he deserved a bit more time yeah. You know, if you're going to replace Mark Warburton, go and get a big name, a guy that knows the league, and they brought in Pedro Cachina. I think that put them years behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then again, Stephen Gerrard came into a bit of a mess, and that's why I gave him so much credit because I've said before he's inherited the players on big money who were nowhere near good enough to play for Rangers. So, first of all, he had to get that sorted, he then had to get his own players in. Maybe mis- misjudged the league in terms of the Liverpool loanies he brought in, mm-hmm. but he quickly realised what, what, what it took, and, he, and he's done well to get it done in two he, years. He's 100% learned his mistakes yep. in terms of previous recruitment and that's where I go back to his recruitment's been key this season the players that he's brought in have made them better mm-hmm. in terms of a stronger squad uh, and you can see the signs that I, I've seen the first, his first season was probably his most difficult one because he, yeah. he did come into a bit of a, a mess in terms of players no disrespect but the players weren't good enough to, to um, go and challenge mm. So he's had to go in and rebuild and then the second year. The disappointing thing about last year was I think the first six months up until the winter break was mm. excellent. You're, you're neck and neck with, with Celtic mm. and then coming back off the winter break. The curse of Dubai. Yeah, but it just went it just went dead. Yep. Um, mm. And then again, so, that's always a worry in the back of your mind. Mm. Even the trophies the he's been put out as well, Fergie. I think he's been put out for Aberdeen a couple of years. Yeah. He'd have been looking to do better than that. I, th- I think the biggest disappointment this season was the St Murn game a few yeah. weeks back in the League Cup. It was an ideal opportunity, albeit the League Cup. When you look at the three trophies at the start of the season, we always did as players and yeah. as a squad. You want to win the three of them, mm-hmm. but your bread and butter, number one sure. priority as a league. And that's just about done though. Scottish yep. Cup and League Cup. Mm-hmm. And it was disappointing not to get that first trophy through. But look, they're in pole position now. So Jake, you were asking though, will it, have, will it make the last nine years worth it? Is that what your question was? Yes, yes, yeah. basically like it's uh, embarrassing what we've had sure. to go through at certain points Can I ask Jake a question? I bet the answer's surely no You wouldn't have wanted the, no, the nine that's years what I'm saying. There was so yeah. many of the years of that could have, things could have been done better See when Rangers got put down at the bottom di- division did you expect them, uh, that it would take this long to get back to, to being mm-hmm. league winners of the SPL? Jake? Uh, to answer your question I actually thought it ch- I, I didn't think it would take nine years but I knew it wasn't going to be Four, obviously, mm. you've got third division, second division, championship, whatever. I didn't think it was going to be a case of half a decade, but I, I did think that we would maybe the seventh, eighth year, which would have made chronological sense when you look at the fact that Gerard came in two seasons ago. So it would have made sense. But I agree with what Sai said. 
um, with the Pedro Cuxinha appointment, that completely put Rangers back to two or three seasons. That because Gerard came in and his squad was nowhere near the standards. You look his past four transfer windows, he's had to make over six, seven transfers just to get a new squad in. So I, I think. That's that's been the biggest issue because for me, Warburton was decent for Championship level, and then he came up to the SPFL and or SPL sorry, and he wasn't given a full season. Which you can't, how can you judge a guy off that? So it's not really fair. Again, when we but talk then, about Warburton to recruitment, you know, he had his team playing a certain way, and then he went and signed guys like Barton and Crankcha, and at the time it looked good on paper. But I haven't played against these teams, Fergie. I just thought they're not going to suit his style of play, and I think he was a relatively young manager. You're bringing a guy like Joey uh, Barton. I think when you're going and getting these type of players, I think he's looking at the experience they would bring for that league. But we all know, and I, I keep saying it, and I feel I'm repeating myself. Mm. People get shocked when they come and play yeah. in our league mm. up here. Certainly, the Premier League. It's a hundred mile an hour. You've got to be bang on the button every single game. Um, is it worth it? Of course, it's worth it because you've seen the last two years mm. of the strides that this team have made, and it's a lot of work been happening on the training ground and. They're in a great position If you asked me at the start of the season I thought it was going to be a lot closer It was going to be neck and neck I think everyone did But yep. if, you, if you says to me now that sure. They're going to be It looks as Celtic are going to win the day So 20 points At the start of February I'd have thought you would cra- uh, be crazy But you've got to give the team full credit The level of consistency that they've shown this season Has been unbelievable QPR have scored Just mentioning Mark Warburton His team are one up on Blackburn And Newcastle it's 3-2 now against Southampton Newcastle are down to 10 men And uh, in Scotland it's still 1-0 St Mirren Still no scoring at Dingwall Livingston are two goals down at home to St Johnson It's Rooney scoring early in the second half After Tanza scored right on half time Martin Boyle penalties The only goal at Easter Road So it's Hibs 1 Aberdeen and Celtic 2 Motherwell 0 Welsh and Edward 1 on each side no. of half time uh, Jake for tomorrow I, I heard what you said though you still had that cautious if Rangers win it or when they win it so everyone is saying the same what's your prediction for tomorrow for the match at Douglas Park playing the team at the bottom of the table uh, well I heard someone on the show earlier saying 5-0 Rangers I don't think it's going to be that but I, I think I'd like to expect Rangers to go out there and win reasonably convincingly, maybe maybe two or three now. Five now is a bit much, especially the fact that there's no Morelos. I don't know. I, I've not actually got 100% sure if Ruth's available or not. I know he's been excited, he but yeah. I'm not 100% sure. He is. Let me tell you, St Mirren have gone two up, and it's Obika who has scored. So Saints look as though they're going to take the points against Kelly. But good question. So Ruth, he will play tomorrow, Barry? Yep. I would, I would imagine so. He knows he's, he's available. Yeah, yep. he's available for selection. Um, Saj just said uh, you what, know the team. What should, what should what will, what will the team be? <laughs> I think he'll, he'll not change it from Wednesday night. Right. Mm-hmm. He'll not change it. So, uh, look, it's a tough place to go, but I, I, I said last night, I think Rangers enjoy playing in that surface. The surface is a lot better in terms of artificial. Nobody likes them. But I think Rangers will go, and they'll win convincingly. Three goals, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Sign. I think, yep. it, like Fergie says, on Astro Turf, the way Rangers play, it'll suit them perfectly. I think Hamlin will set off, but Rangers have got players like Steve Davis that can that can mm-hmm. play buzz and beat that kind of what is it people call it low block low block. Don't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, he doesn't like that. No, don't. And then obviously, Jake, well, in runners yeah. and roof, I think yeah, Rangers. Are so Jake, what's your scoreline though? I know you're more cautious, but what do you think? Uh, Rangers three, Hamlin no. 3-0 Jake how are you surviving in lockdown so just thinking of the the, the, the Partick the, you know the, the new trendy West End's great part of town though isn't it 
we're longing for the day when we all can get back out again, out and about. To tell me everything, mate. I just, I just want to get back to Ibrox. That's all I want to do. Yep. I don't even care what it's for. I just want to get to Ibrox. <laughs> well, you'll be there for a celebration. Well, look, we don't know what's going to happen, but it's beginning to look a wee bit better. I know I'm the eternal optimist. Everyone's doing the right thing just now. I know we're kind of locked up, but the vaccine's coming. More and more people are getting it. The over yep, 80s, my mum and dad are getting it. The over next 70s. Week. That's yep. brilliant. They're and then the over it. 65s. Yeah, um, that's great. And then the fifties. They think by May, those over fifty will get it. So when's you over sixty? When are you? Uh, so, well, no, 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 I'm not in that. Not in that. Yeah, none of those age groups just yet. Um, but listen, uh, right, we're going to take a quick break. That's you right up to date. More, Jake. Thanks for that call. Cheers. Cheers, Jake. Back in a moment. The Goal Radio Football Show. Thanks to everyone making the switch. Saturday afternoons are about Super Saturday on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Thanks to Paul and Jackie in the car in Hamilton as Motherwell have pulled one back. Alan Campbell has scored in 66 minutes. Tell you about that in a second or two. Thanks to Anna and Noah there as well. And uh, what a strike there by Alan Campbell. So Motherwell back in it. Yeah, they, they've got to close down quicker there. Neil Lennon will not be happy with that there's four four um, players round about Alan Campbell and not one of them puts a foot in that's a, a, a bad goal to lose for Celtic and it's surprising Fergie because we been just mentioned off here that's what yep. they've been good at in, in this game you know pressing the ball high up in the half and getting in people's faces where I think Alan Campbell takes about six touches there Fergie mm-hmm. and nobody's it to the ball you need to get it to the ball the, the closest person needs to get it to the ball and stop it but Good for Alan Campbell, you know, instead of getting the ball, maybe playing safe, passing sideways, he drives forward, gets his shot away, and there's his reward. We'll see now how Celtic react to this. Because they've been dominant yeah. up until uh, 65 minutes. See, um, see, just the last five minutes, Fergie, do you not feel like what they were doing first half was putting the ball in the box? Now it's very much back to keeping the ball across, going across just the back. Just continue, continue what they've been doing. Yeah. Yep. So Celtic 2, Motherwell 1, uh, Ross County 0, Dundee United 1, Lawrence Shanklin has scored. So Lawrence Shanklin scoring in 63 minutes. That could be a big goal for Dundee United. So Hibs are still 1 up in Aberdeen, a Martin Boyle oh. penalty as uh, something close there. Barry, oh, Sai. Tony, what's just done, brilliant? Don't know uh-huh. what's. I don't know what's Two happened. Two old teammates. Ah, yeah. uh, handbags up. Is it? Yeah, nothing he's much in it. Bit, I, yeah. I don't think he's meant to. Just a wee bit. He's not went to hurt him. Tony, he's, he's laughing, isn't he? Yeah, he'll get laughing. Bruno will get him back. What's that? Oh. Yeah. What it's do you think? Boot, isn't it? Aye. Again, it's a striker's tackle, isn't it? It's a striker's tackle, he's late. Yeah. (laughs) He'll get him back, definitely. The scene of his greatest moment as well, wasn't it, Barry, when he scored that goal against Barcelona as uh, Ayeti comes off and uh, Griffith's on. I've said about Tony, what, a number of times, he just had to find a club that Mm. suited him and I think Muddle does suit him. He's he's starting to (laughs) obviously score goals. He's looking fitter as well, just as I say that, he's getting took off. (laughs) 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 But he's definitely, he looks at home Playing with Muddle. Yeah, I think Tony in the past, you, like Fergie says, I think you can tell when he's happy. That he's he's even going playing wide, Fergie. Whereas see, maybe two or three years ago, if he'd yeah. asked Tony to go play wide, he maybe throw the toys at the pram and sulk. But you see him here; he's working up and down the pitch. He's tackling people. So, I mean, the number of clubs he's had <sighs> at the age is it, too many. At times, yeah. you need to settle down and and make sure you get a club you feel comfy. But he does. He, he looks if he's if he's got his act together there's no doubt he's got ability yeah talent wow. yeah, he's, he's a talented player Tony Watt and I think he's at the right place in Muddle 
I'll tell you, there's loads to play for this afternoon, isn't there? There's only one goal in it there. Celtic are 2-1 up. Alan Campbell uh, striking there for Motherwell. It was Edouard just after half-time in Welsh at the beginning who scored for Celtic after two minutes. Hibs won Aberdeen nil. The Dons will be desperate to get at least an equaliser this afternoon. It was a Martin Boyle penalty. St Johnson, two up at Livingston. Tanzer and Rooney. Shankland fired Dundee United ahead there at Ross County. So Dundee United are one up. And St Mirren, two up against Kilmarnock. is McAllister and Obika Hamilton against Rangers tomorrow at 12 something happening there I see yeah, yeah, I see like they're backing off there again yeah I mean this goal's obviously gave Mullow a bit of confidence but I don't know what's what's happened to Celtic they're not doing what they, they were doing the first 60 minutes um, and Mullow the last two or three minutes have certainly come into the game now, look, it's gave him a, a bit of confidence there's no doubt about it that goal here's Ross uh, who's from the Glasgow area but living in Shetland hello Ross Shetland. Hi, how you doing? Good, thanks. You? As yeah, not too bad. Ross, here's some news. Martin Boyle has scored again, so it's Hibs oh, wow. 2, Aberdeen nil. Looks as though the points will stay at Easter Road and they'll stay in third position. They'll go on to 49 points. So, wow, just... Si? Yeah, I mean, yep. I thought Hibs, because Boyle's returned to form, I think he, he got his first yep. goal against Dundee United. Um, and he's a threat, Martin Boyle. You know, when he's confident... I've played well, Boyle, he's a confidence player. You know, he's one of these guys when he's on form, he, c- he can be really good, but when he's off form, he can he can be up there si, with me. Do you think he's better through the middle or wide? Let him off a leash a wee bit. Yeah, I think maybe just stolen motor, let him run about up top. Because mm-hmm. I, th- I think he's very good at running behind. And for centre halves, mate, the last thing they want to play against is pace. Mm-hmm. Sorrow and Laxal coming on. Brown. Yeah, I think it needs to be changed. Yep. Fair play to Lenny because I think it's went a bit. A Brown, bit. Brown and Taylor up yeah. in the stands. It's yep. dropped. It's dropped the last five minutes. There's no doubt about it. See, like we're pressing high up in in Motherwell's half of the full game now. As we said, they've dropped off and it's allowing Motherwell centre halves to come out with the ball and pick passes and and Motherwell are getting a higher up the but pitch than they did in the first half. It's first to have the ball now, Motherwell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ross, it's a changing game, isn't it? Good afternoon. Hi. <laughs> so Ross, hi, what, hi. yeah, hi. How's Shetland? Yeah, it's cold and it's windy and yeah. it's a bit snowy, but it's such is life. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ross, what's on your mind about Celtic? Um, well, I just wanted to sort of find out what the guys thought about the whole director of football. I listened the other night there and they didn't seem too keen on a director of football uh, coming in and doing what a director of football did. But I wondered, like, when you look at Rangers' model, it seems that uh, Ross Wilson does all the sort of stuff that Stephen Gerrard wouldn't really want to do and it means that he can then concentrate on the first team and and put a, a model in place working with each other and put a model in place that affects the club right from the top right down to the very bottom and I wondered whether a, a new manager coming into Celtic would be put off because they've not got that director of football model and also if the director of football is in I would imagine that uh, Ross Wilson has been searching to see if there was a replacement for Gerard if he hadn't done what he's done this season. And it strikes me that Celtic haven't got a replacement for Neil Lennon and therefore would a director of football have been able to to sort that out and they wouldn't be in the mess that they're in just now. Can I ask a question before Fergie answers that? Yeah. What's the difference between a head of recruitment and a director it's, it's of football? very similar, Si. It's so what, what's these jobs that Stephen Gerrard wouldn't want to do that Ross Wilson does? Go and watch players? Yeah, Ross Wilson will go and identify or Steven Gerrard will say for example I'm looking for a cent- central midfielder um, what's going on there? Okay, James will sort us out in a second or two it's okay, it's technology uh, He'll go and say he's looking for yeah. this type of player and 
the head of recruitment will bring back um, five players mm-hmm. and then the manager will then have the, the decision to go and pick one uh, which one he likes is that, um, that's the Rolls Royce is that not the landman the Rolls Royce <laughs> <laughs> we're just checking the director of football here who's going to sort it so Nicky Hammond yeah, see the most important thing is si, see if you've got a head of recruitment stroke director of football him and the manager have got to have a really good relationship that's key yeah so see with that Fergie it'll, it'll, it'll purely be between Ross Wilson and Stephen Gerrard or will, will Gary McAllister or will Michael Beale come into these sort of yeah I, I think the manager would bring his coaching staff and then on transfers yeah yeah and say listen what do you think of this player this is the kind of player we have identified what, what do you think so that head of recruitment will go and bring five six players back and then the manager yeah. will, will run the rule over their players and have a look at them and then maybe send his himself or one of his coaching staff to go and watch them and then they'll make a decision the only reason I ask is because mm. we had a caller on here who said Celtic have got a transfer board is mm. that right he said that I, I don't know if that is the case at the club Ross do you know it? I, I don't know I don't know I, I just think that like Ross um, sorry Mark don't let me start again Ross yeah. Wilson must go and speak he he must surely pick up the the an, analytic guys as well do you know it's not just like the players recruitment that he'll be involved with it'll be scouts recruitment mm. surely and it'll be physios and all the rest of it and I, I wouldn't think that he would employ anyone without Stephen Gerrard's say so or okay and all the rest of it no, I think everyone agrees I, on I, that I, yeah. I think the players that come into Rangers for instance the final say is left with the manager yeah. he decides yeah. whether right I want him or I don't want him and that, Ro- Ross Wilson will identify players and bring the players to, to Stephen Gerrard and then Steve, Stephen Gerrard as I said will run the rule over that player maybe send his coaching staff to go and watch them and then they'll make a decision but the final decision for me has always got to come for the manager and that's what I didn't get yeah. because I think Nicky am I right in saying Ross that Nicky Hammond was brought in at the end of Brendan Rodgers term yep. listen I, I don't know I, I'm a Rangers fan and I think that Rangers took some amount of stick when they employed the director of football at the start with people saying, oh, why would you need a director of football and why why would you do that? And Stephen Gerrard will not be happy or it would mm. be Cassini maybe at the time. But my point is surely Stephen Gerrard thinks that that's a better idea because he can then go on with the coaching, mm. with the picking the team, with identifying players that he wants and leave the likes of the data analysis jobs to get filled by the director of football yep. rather than him having to go through all the CVs. But the manager yeah, should have the final say, yeah, shouldn't but he? In terms yeah. of the role that Ross Wilson will play, it'll take a bit of workload off the manager, mm. is what Ross has just said there, yeah. that he can then concentrate and fully focus on games and training. And then when he brings, a, he'll say to him, as I said, the manager will mm. say, I need a certain player that fits this certain criteria and then that's Ross Wilson's job to go and find that player and bring it back to Stephen Gerrard and he'll not just bring one player back he'll bring three, four, five players yeah. and then the manager will say bang that's the one I want No, I say like do need a man like that definitely in place whether it is a head of recruitment yeah. or a director of football I think the most successful one that the HUD was John Park mm. and, I, and I think Fergie's spot on what he's saying John Park and Lenny had a close personal relationship that's what you've got to have yeah, exactly see, see they, they two head of recruitment or director of football and the first team manager I've got to go on like a house and fire yeah. yep. they've got to same beliefs and they've got to trust each other as well Dundee United United have gone two up Dundee United it's Ryan Edwards in 76 minutes so United are going to take the points there is he director of football is he the go between between the manager and the chairman as well would that be right yeah he could he could be yeah 
No, I definitely say like need one. And as I say, if Nicky Hammond came in as a Brendan Rodgers man, you know, whoever the manager is, whether it's going to be Neil Lennon or a new manager, everything for me, every bit of the first team squad needs to be his member of staff. Yeah. And like you say, everyone that's on the same wavelength, how he wants to train, the players, the type of players that he wants. You know, I think when John Park came in, very much when I look at the signings, it was Neil Lennon signings, Victor Wanyama. Joel Ledley, Gary yeah. Hooper, they types. That's that's a Neil Lennon assignment. I'm all for it. I think it can definitely work. But both the head of recruitment, stroke director of football, whatever you want to call it, and the manager, I've got to have a real good re- uh, relationship oh, and trust right. each other. Ross, thanks for calling. Cheers. All the best. Take Cheers. care. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. Cheers. Celtic two, Motherwell one, and Motherwell came really close there just a moment or two ago. Uh, it's creeping back yep. into the game, Motherwell. This, this goal gives them a lot of confidence mm-hmm. Celtic yep are sitting off them as, as Si look, look at the difference Si yeah. I mean the first half the first 15 minutes of the second half Celtic were higher up the pitch they looked they had a lot more energy and it looks since Mullow scored Mullow have got a bit of confidence and now they're pegging back uh, Celtic again right. that chance there to Paul no stopping crosses it's what they've done mm-hmm. so well in the first half when the when Motherwell did have a bit of possession in the first half Celtic stopped crosses where the last five minutes they're allowing it to come in far too easily I, I'm surprised that Tom Rodgick's still on the pitch to be to be honest mm-hmm. with you you know I think Scott Brown came off there who who looked fine to me whereas Rodgick looks like he's struggling to get out to stop their crosses for the full back so I'd maybe be, be, be looking to make another change, the young boy Henderson or, mm-hmm. or somebody else. O'Donnell Cross there, Laxal comes in to clear it for either a corner or a throw-in. We haven't actually seen the pictures are on Celtic TV. Uh, and it's 2-1 Celtic against Motherwell. We're keeping you up to date with that here in Go Radio. The football show with OPC Energy Limited. We're on till 6, 2 till 6, Saturday afternoon. Hebs 2 up on Aberdeen. It looks as though the points will stay at Easter Road. Double from Martin Boyle, Livingston Nelson, Johnson 2, Ross County 0, Dundee United 2 and St Mirren 2, Kilmarnock 0. So there's only uh, 11 minutes left at Celtic Park plus injury time and the defending champions who've all but given up on the title and again the keeper came out, Scott Bain did alright there? Yeah he done well, yep. uh, I don't think Bain, Bain will tell you himself his strong points not coming for crosses, I think it's short stopping so... He done well because they needed to relieve a bit of pressure. They've been under the cosh the past couple of minutes, so nothing better than when your goalie comes out and takes across that. See, just on Kelly, we're talking about Kelly um, struggling now, Fergie. Why would you sack a manager if you had somebody else to come in straight away? Would you not rather just stick with Alex Dyer mm. until you, you knew who was going to come in? Yeah, but I mean, it would surprise me if. I mean, obviously, they've been thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, sacking Alex Dyer. So that, that tells me, surely, in the back of your mind, you've got two or three candidates that you would want to go and bring in immediately I, I, I don't I, I think when a manager leaves I think the players look for somebody to, for like a, a shoulder to cry on somebody to give them a bit of belief yeah. so I'm surprised that Kilmarnock have, have uh, left it this long yeah. they need to get somebody in quick Kilmarnock because they're yeah. in free fall mm-hmm. Tommy Wright do you reckon would be a really good choice well he's a but, safe but, pair of hands but Paul. it's not happened yet and that's a week isn't but it strange that's what, yeah. it be, him, that, that's what I'm, I'm surprised but he He's a safe pair of hands. He's a good manager. Look at the success he brought to St. Johnson. He clearly knows how to set up a team Mm. and he clearly knows how to keep a a team in the Premier League. Celtic came close there. Tom Rogic. I'm calling for him to take He just beat three men and nearly stuck it in the top corner. So that tells you why I'm sitting there Neil Lennon standing in the dungeon. But I think he just came off for El Yunusi. Well, El Yunusi was Turnbull. Kelly brought out a great save there, didn't it, from uh, Rogic. Turnbull's gone off against his old team. Doesn't like to have No, he doesn't again for the. And that's what I you don't want mind to that, see. But yeah, you, you like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I like seeing that. That's disappointing. That's not accepting. Um, 
as long as you don't go and start throwing things about in mm. the, the dugout sure. or whatever but I don't mind wait till he gets to the dugout and we'll let you know but I, don't, I don't mind a player yeah. coming off and unhappy would you you, you would have done that if you'd been taken off now I'd, I'd be raging do you remember cracking up getting taken off I never got took off <laughs> <laughs> I knew that answer we'll get his all time 11 of players oh, that he yes. played alongside yeah so Arthur no, Newman's in li- there listen yeah. a couple of times I, I did get took off and, and again when I, I'm coaching or managing when you take a player off I don't mm. mind when they're, they're spitting the dumb out and they're not happy that mm. shows me that they care mm-hmm. I would be more worried if they're walking off with a smile on their face yeah. and going and sitting down and thinking right this is alright for me Bournemouth are 3-2 ahead of your old team Birmingham uh, Dundee United 2 up as we mentioned Ryan Edwards scoring as well Lauren Shanklin he'll be pleased to get that goal he's desperate to play in the Euros I'm uh, kiss of death and I says he's not scored and he's, he's not going to get the Euros then he's went and scored so anybody that I slaughter will, will prevail so whoever's yeah. wanting a bit of success mm. I'll slaughter you and it'll, it'll turn quickly it's going to be one of the big talking points though you were right about Hibs they're still two up with only yeah. ten minutes to go it's it. tough yep. I, I honestly thought Derek would get a reaction off his team I know he's missing some players yeah. uh, but listen I know there's been a lot of uh, chat and stuff written about him and stuff says about him that Aberdeen might look to go and change their manager but I think it would be crazy if they'd done that sure. we agree Sai you're watching there for uh, any change 8 minutes remaining Celtic 2 Motherwell 1 here I was, I was go ask, football so are, you, are you surprised that Griffiths has came on because he wasn't even in the squad midweek was he and you know there was talk of a big fight I, thought, but I think yeah. he was on the bench oh was he on the bench yeah. but he never yeah. came yeah. on the pitch did he no. No. no surprised to see him so it's obviously no you know you hear these rumours that they've there's fights at half time and not a bit but you wouldn't be surprised oh really I don't, yeah. I don't think uh-huh. he'd be playing two days, two games later if is that, that the happened. word there was a bust up yeah, was like, it? you get these rumours on Twitter yeah. and stuff like that Paul, didn't yeah. you? But he looks like he's on here and he's he's full of life so. and you wouldn't put it against him to score would you no I think they need that I think they need somebody with full of energy who's going to run in behind because Motherwell have pushed up now so there's space in behind so Celtic only need to mix it up it's been very much playing through Motherwell but they might need to turn them for 5 or 10 minutes just in, in order to get out Edward top scorer with 12 goals in Scotland Tavernier and Nisbet on 11 Kimar Roof on 10 Lewis Ferguson on 8 along with Nicky Clark Martin Boyle he's on 9 now so obviously Boyle's moved up with his 2 goals this afternoon Chris Burke on 7 he started on the bench this afternoon El Ganussi on 7 Morelos on 7 and Kent on 6 uh, Shanklin's probably joining him there now as well he was on the Go Radio Football show a few weeks ago so I will need to get him back on that would be good Lauren Shanklin to speak definitely to him. good yeah. talker isn't he he is yeah, good lad good. as well it's been a tough season in terms of, of, of goals. The, the few times that I've I've seen Dundee United, he's done a lot. He's better work outside the box. Mm-hmm. I want to see Lauren Shanklin inside the box. That's where. Yeah. That's what he's paid to do, and he score goals. And he is a natural. For me, he's a natural goal scorer, Lauren Shanklin. But you know yourself, Fergie, as a, as a striker, only as good as your service. You think yep. Nisbet scored thirteen because he's got Boyle one side and he's got Murphy the other side. Right. It looks Dolly's to me, say he's, he's been getting frustrated yeah. with a lackey service yep as you just mentioned there they've not really got any wide yep. players done the United do they I think Bolton started Bolton, off quite well but, but he's, he's not on the, yeah. he's on the bench today Bolton he's not done it I think he started the season well but he's he's kind of went back there and finds himself on the bench so mm-hmm. but a great result for Dundee United that's that's massive for him isn't it yeah that will put Dundee United I'm delighted yep. for Mickey Aye. He said that you know him well yep. yep and he deserved the chance to, to manage uh, in a high league and he got the opportunity done United I, I think this was always going to be a settling in period. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think a good season for Dundee United is just making sure he stays up. I think next year yep. 
he'll be able to bring in his own players. And obviously, and it wasn't his team. Clearly, it wasn't theirs. It wasn't so, his yep. team, and obviously, we know the way COVID's hit a lot of the clubs. They didn't have a lot to go and um, get players, a lot of finances. So, hopefully, he keeps them up, and then next season, um, during the, the break, he's allowed to go and bring in his own players. And then I think you'll see a a different Dundee United Sigh. here's a score coming in Middlesbrough 1 Brentford 4 the reason I'm mentioning it is it's a second goal for well. Ivan Tony, who was uh, mentioned for Celtic in the close season yeah we just seen one of his goals there and we were saying he very much looks like an athletic type you know one that Celtic could do well, one that can run in behind and, and get a hold of the ball and score goals so that's one that Celtic have missed out on but then again he'll be, it wouldn't surprise me I know Brentford have got Owners that are absolutely loaded. It wouldn't surprise me if he's getting a right few quid at Brentford. You know, mm. their aim is to get into the Premier yeah. League. So and they just missed out, didn't just they, in the summer? It, yeah. yeah. What's your two professionals? What do you reckon is going to happen? Are Celtic going to hold on? They dominated for most of the game, but it's two one at the moment with five minutes remaining. See, see when it's getting to this squeaky bum time, I yeah. would say five minutes to go. That that's when you need players to go and take a bit of responsibility and and stamp their authority on the game. I think, there. I think they have to they've, yep. they've got a hold of the ball a bit better I think mm. there was 10-15 minutes where Motherwell very much in this end they say, but say like I've, I've got a hold of the ball in there that's your pal El Yanusi. it's <laughs> a good strike took a deflection uh, Livy have pulled one back so is it going to be a grandstand finish Scott Pittman has scored in 83 minutes Livingston 1 St Johnston 2 see just on uh, yep. Mickey Mellon can I just ask Fergie am I right in thinking these teams down south have played very much high tempo high press mm. But he, he can't really do that at United with Reynolds and Connolly at the back yep. with the lack of pressing. Again, that's what he's come in and you need to make do with what you've got. Yep. Yeah, he couldn't go and make a a, a lot of changes because I I think ideally, but you want to go and stamp your own authority on your team, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been a difficult time. But I I think in time, as I said, if they back him and stay with him, I think he'll be he'll be a good Dundee United manager. Saturday afternoon you found the home of Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry Glasgow's newest radio station Go Radio we've got uh, 400,000 now in the podcast just wow. checking with James but yeah we're around 400,000 so that's six months we've been on it's building thanks for making the switch and uh, yep yeah, we, we're loving it we're loving all the feedback from you on the socials at Go Football Show and we're taking your calls too during Saturday afternoon the Bovril was brilliant <laughs> Thoroughly enjoyed that. It was pies last week, and uh, Sai, you also brought something in this afternoon. Some yeah. cakes. What a six months, yeah. by the way. This is probably the best six months yeah. of my career, if I'm being totally honest with you. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, the cakes, by the way, Sweet Jane and uh, Deniston. Sweet Jane Bakehouse. Wow, yeah. get yourself up there, Fergie, yeah. honestly. <laughs> the, the, the cakes and the. Do you like sourdough bread? Oh, yeah, I do oh. now. I didn't before. I like it now. Barry, mm. no, Lanarkshire as well, but no, I, I stuck with it. Cafe Gandolfi, I got used to it. Honestly, he still, he still likes great. the heels yeah. down at the back. What, is it, what, is it, what bread do you? Mother's Pride or something? Uh, how do you know? There you go. You know I, just, I just know you so well, mate. Plain bread. He forgets he makes his this for in bed in the morning. He's asking how. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break and then full time next. Let's go. We expect a tough game, like we always get there. Um, with, when we face Brian's team, you know we only have to go back to last year to, to realise that we can't go there and underestimate any opponents in this league. So we're going to go there with respect and uh, try and continue our form and, and, and the moment we're in because we're in a fantastic place and confidence is high. Uh, the group's really strong and uh, the team spirit's high, and uh, we're really looking forward to this game. 
Thank you, Stephen, for uh, keeping us going there ahead of the match tomorrow. Uh, Hamilton against Rangers at, uh, well, it's not even lunchtime, isn't it? 12 o'clock tomorrow. Whistle will be going shortly around the country. It's into injury time. Celtic 2, Motherwell 1. Two more minutes to be played. So, Sai, three minutes of injury time. Celtic were two up for much of the game, but then Alan Campbell scoring a good goal. It's 2-1, two minutes to go. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, fair play to them, Paul, because um, for five or ten minutes there, it looked like Motherwell were going to get an equaliser, but Celtic have um, showed a bit of composure to, to keep the ball. And, but then again, Motherwell are attacking now, so... Anything could happen, Paul. Anything could happen. Mm, they, need, they need to stop crosses, whatever happens, because the ball's free been kick. coming in too easily as a free kick now. Can they see it? Out? Free kick for Motherwell. Yep. What? 25, 30 yards out. It's, clean sheets are something that Celtic have not had many of this season, and that's been the problem. They dominated much of the game, but then they lost that goal. Alan Campbell took it well in 56 minutes. This is where they yep. struggle, Paul. Yep. Free yep. kicks. Um, and listen, that again, I keep saying it. Somebody needs to take control take of the charge. situation. But who is that guy for? See when you're looking Who's the know. guy there That's going to Take responsibility Somebody organise Sigh oh. the ball played Oh no it's Into oh. the box And it's been cleared though Full time In Paisley St Mirren 2 Kilmarnock 0 Great result for Jim Goodwin's men There's uh, 45 seconds left Celtic 2 Motherwell 1 Again they lost the first header They lose the first header Lamy wins it But El Yunusi gets his body on the line so there you go that's mm. usually they lose the first and the second at least they've lost the first of reacting and winning the second ball and they've done it again here on the edge of the box so defending better than they have been in recent weeks Celtic in terms of set pieces and I think they'll I think they'll see it out now another long ball in the box Motherwell fans will be hoping they can get a goal I'm they're in the box they've got a chance and it's cleared with 15 seconds of injury time remaining. The thing is, Paul, see with the way, yep. the, way the game's been, Celtic shouldn't be hanging on like this, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of how how on top they were. And like Fergie says, they had to score that third goal. Um, and then you get a chance to... Oh. All it. And another oh, chance for Motherwell, just cleared off the line. It's getting desperate now. They're, they're, they're Full time, Celtic 2, Motherwell right. 1, so cleared it off the line. Right at the end there, they almost just gave it away. All over the place. They last five. They last three minutes. Tell you about the season till Fergie, yep, didn't it? Yep, struggling. And as I says, it's people taking responsibility on, on the pitch. Um, you've got to give Muddle credit. To be fair, up until Muddle scored, Celtic um, controlled the game. Um, but Muddle came last 20, 25 minutes, mm-hmm. and and maybe deserved a. Uh, a point Celtic 2 Motherwell 1 is a full time Ross County 0 Dundee United 2 top of the table Rangers on 75 points Celtic 1 game in hand have 55 points waiting for the full time at Hibs but they are 2 up as we go into injury time Hibs will go on to 49 points Aberdeen stay on 44 Livy and St Johnson they're just a couple of minutes behind everyone else it's still 2-1 to St Johnson at Livingston and St Mirren they've won 2-0 against Kilmarnock they're on 32 points that means at the bottom of the table Hamilton on 19 they play tomorrow against Rangers Ross County stay on 23 Kilmarnock stay on 24 Motherwell on 25 uh, St Johnson on 30 Dundee United on 31 well St Johnson let's wait to see the full time whistle they would be on 30 if they win that uh, clearance off the line it was virtually the last kick of the ball of the game and uh, Celtic get the point Si 2-1 yeah, again it's, it, was, it was desperate defending the last couple of minutes and that's again for me when Celtic drop off and they don't press teams high up the pitch, they invite they invite pressure, and they end up having a deal where it's like scattered defending, clearing balls off the line, losing first headers in the box. Whereas if they go two 0 up, 
And I says to we said it earlier, they seem to just go from attack, attack, attack to being happy to just keep the ball. I think two 0 up at Parkhead, keep attacking, go and get three or four. You know, I thought they stopped putting the ball in the box, stopped putting Motherwell under pressure in terms of pressing, and it allowed Motherwell to get up the pitch and allowed crosses into the box, and that's why that panic comes at the end. I, I think the problem's been during a, a game, ninety minutes or ninety three, ninety four minutes, whatever. They're only doing it for parts yeah. of the game and then they are come off it. Well, See if you want to go and do th- like achieve things, you've got to do it for 90 minutes. I know, I know it's difficult to ask at times, but that's what you need and that's been Celtic's downfall this season. Livy have lost. Long time since we heard that. Livingston won, St. Johnson 2. All credit to Callum Davidson's men. A great win for them. Yep, I, w- I watched the game um, Wednesday night against Rangers and I've got to say, Paul, they were really well organised, um, well drilled and, and Callum's... He's got a decent team there, some mm. decent players. Uh, and look, it's 14 games, nobody's been able to beat Livingston and, and St. Johnson. I went there, I, I fancied Livingston to do it. I, I think St. Johnson, would have, I thought, sorry, should I say St. Johnson mm. would have been tired uh, for Wednesday night, but they've shown what a good team they are. Hibs 2, Aberdeen 0, full time. Sorry, just quickly on St. Yep. Johnston, what I really like, and it's I think again why it's been successful, you think of their full season, uh, Fergie Kerr, Gordon, McCart. Mainstays three. It didn't change. They're Similar very well. Same like the Rangers, Fergie. You've got Rooney on the right wing back. You've got Tanzer on the left. They all know how each other play, and that's why they get results. And I think they are the team that could beat Livingston because of the fact that they've got guys that can go up against them as well. You think of McCann, mm-hmm. Fergie. He likes a dirty side of the game. He can match up with Livingston. Liam Craig, your your Murray Davidson's obviously injured today, yep. but St Johnston have got that that result in them. Uh, but in terms of Hibs, massive result. Oof, huge. Morton nil. Wraith Rovers won another good win for Wraith Rovers. A worry for Morton. A both a two goal victory at home to Dunfermline. So a good one for them. But that is one of the headlines. The Dons have lost again. They've lost at Hibs, and uh, that that that's a poor result for Aberdeen. As a poor result, as I said, I, I thought Derek would have got a reaction and they would have went to Easter Road and and got the the vital three points which are, are needed. And the pressure now just builds on. On Derek, which I, I think is a bit early, mm-hmm. uh, but listen, he knows the expectations. Um, he'll put the he'll put demands and expectations on himself, but he'll be disappointed. But you look at the bigger picture. He's lost four big players this season. He's just lost two before the the, the window, and obviously Scott Wright going to Rangers. Hedges out for the, the rest of the season. Cosgrove, sorry, should I say away to Birmingham and. Obviously losing McKenna at the start of the season to Nottingham Forest. Um, but you still look at their team and their squad. Yeah. They should still have enough for me. They've got enough quality. Uh, so I'm sure Derek will be partly disappointed with, with that result today. See, in terms of Hibs though, you know, you think Nisbet mm. and Porteous are two big players. They haven't played the last four yeah. games yeah. and they've won four four games. So it just good shows point. you, you know, Hibs have got a good right good squad there. As I say, I, I really like their additions in January and Cadden and, and Irvin. You know, good types, good about the dressing room, great attitude, um, look after themselves the way professionals should. And I think they've they've kicked Hibs on the two players, you know, two two guys that have played at a right good level. Um and Hibs now look favourites for third. Do you think Aberdeen are in turmoil a bit, you know? It's good player management, isn't it, by Jack Ross? Because it, it was brave or stupid to drop Porteous and Nisbet, but it's worked for him. I think he's done that this year, though, yeah. Jack Ross. Ever since he's came into Hibs, I think he's been quite ruthless. You know, you think Lewis Stevenson played every game under every other manager. Mm. Jack Ross came in, out the team, and the young boy Doig came in, who's been a revolution. So I don't think Jack Ross is scared to make big decisions, and I think that's what good managers do. I think Hanlon was dropped for a while, the captain, so it just shows you that he's he's more than willing to, to drop big names and, and fair play to him. And McGregor's come in. Yeah. 
I like McGregor Fergie yeah. Aggressive physical yeah. he, He's a He's a proper leader And mm. he loves defending And he has made a difference Since he's brought McGregor into the Into the team I think it was The Rangers game He dropped Hanlon yeah. And brought McGregor in And McGregor stayed In the team ever since And since that game they've, they've won games of football but it's what you say Fergie McGregor defender that's what he is yep. I think maybe he hasn't played in the past because he's not this guy that can play it for the back but sometimes as you see first and foremost it's the people defend. to defend yeah, it's a bonus if you can play yeah. so, yeah, that's what I always say because I yeah. think of Hanlon and Porteous and I think sometimes I see Porteous doing um, Cruyff turns and, mm. and try to play one twos where you think you get Darren McGregor his first and foremost we're getting a clean sheet mm-hmm. and, and that's that's how good teams are built on, on centre halves that want to defend down in south it finished up Burnley 1 Brighton 1 we told you earlier Aston Villa 1 Arsenal 0 and uh, Barry on your mind there you were just in terms of Boyle what, what I says to say, yeah. I, I think I prefer him through the middle where he can go and run mm-hmm. um, and behind constantly and he worked really well with, with Doge. Nine goals. Yeah, they're spot on. Because see, sometimes yeah. when he's on the wing and it's tight, he's no great in tight areas. Mm-hmm. You know, as in terms of even coming off the line and playing in the wee pockets, he's not. That's yeah. not a boilies game. I think you're spot on. I would just say I'm just going gamble. On Doge's flick-ons. Going gamble every single time because you know what? Out ten times, you you maybe get in two or three times, and when you get in two or three times, you've got to take that opportunity. And you see the goals he scored over see, the last couple of weeks. See, in terms of Jack Ross now, Fergie, do you put Nisbet back in because? Your club want your club need maybe counting on that money for him in the summer, but you're not going to get that money if he's sitting on the bench for now until until summer. Yeah. But also you've got Boyle who's went and scored two goals, that, so it's a bit. Uh, that's where a wee bit of pressure might come from above. Mm-hmm. They say get him back in the team. Yeah, but listen, I'm the manager. I pick the team. You don't pick the team for me. I think that's the type of attitude Jack Ross will have. And since the two of them have come, don't get me wrong. I I, I think Nisbet is still a bit raw, mm. but I think. In time, he will become a good centre forward. Portis, I think he's got a lot to learn still. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I do think two of them are good players. But I also but it's think just just put, uh, yeah. that they can go without them. And I think it baffled me when Hibs were going through that wee bad patch that Dodge was sitting on the bench. Mm. I think Hibs are a better team with Dodge in it because I don't think they're this free flowing team that go and play off strikers I think at times they need to go direct because they've not got their players in the middle of the pitch and there's no one better in terms of hitting a centre forward than in Dodge and like Fergie says Boyle can then go and run off him and cause teams problems aren't we? Back to Celtic Motherwell just uh, tying it up it's a 2-1 win for Celtic a Smith header was cleared off the line by Laxal right at the end in the third minute of injury time and it could have been well the story of Celtic season losing out late in the game but not today 2-1 win Sai you saw the games there in Celtic TV and I hear you got a mention you caused a bit of controversy Darn no days trousers <laughs> they've not even been ironed either if you're going to wear a pair of trousers like that you make sure they're ironed so oh, they- they're absolutely shockers What's and wrong they're, with them? they're creased look I don't, <laughs> know if he's been I don't think he's been slide tackling Gary, Gary Caldwell with them on is that Connie on with them there and Gary Caldwell that is, yeah. that is Gary Caldwell <laughs> uh, so a, a win for Celtic but can we say it's momentum Barry looking at you 20 points in it I mean you know Rangers are now what five games away potentially it's still then it's March the 21st high noon we'll be here on Go Radio live will it go all the way Celtic didn't Wait. slip up this afternoon well it's certainly better the last couple of games I thought the first 60 minutes they dominated the game up until Muddle uh, scored but the the glaring fact is when Muddle scored Celtic came right off it and Muddle started to put pressure on them and it didn't look to me if they, they enjoyed that side of it but do you know what sometimes you've got to 
handle a bit of pressure and yep. they certainly get pressure put on them the last 20 or so minutes and, and they've got away with the, the, the vital three points at the end of the day you'll look back and say you'll not look at the performance you'll look at the main thing is getting three points on the board Newcastle have taken the points 3-2 against Southampton they were down to 10 men just before the break Si? Yeah just in terms of saying like, you know, that first 60 minutes very much like how they played at, at Ibrox you know going pressing high with two strikers stopping the full backs getting the ball and when they do that Celtic like are a miles better team it's when the, the drop off and if you go and do that against the Rangers at Celtic Park Paul if you drop off and leave guys like Tavernier and Barisic to hit crosses into the box you're asking for trouble because you're no great at, at, at defending crosses so Celtic need to constantly press high they can't back off at Celtic Park especially Celtic should press high for 90 minutes for me right. you need to keep pressing high because this time last week we were he hit a bit of a low about 20 past 5 but he's got water he's got a wee bit of iron brew extra okay. quick and break we'll get a couple of yeah. Uh, Tunnocks Carmel Okay Wafers down Brilliant and be all right. Barry you. Ferguson Cy Ferry and me Paul Cooney We're here for you Till six The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go Into the final hour Of the programme And we're taking your calls On a super Saturday Here in Go Radio Paul Cooney Barry Ferguson Cy Ferry And you On 0808 17 17 700 And we're on all the socials At Go Football Show Alawa 2 Queen of the South 1 Is a latest Kevin Colley scoring there in 61 minutes. That's a fight back by the Wasps there, Si, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Kevin Colley, Paul. A very good player for that level. Yeah. I think he probably could what? play higher. You know Kev Colley, Fergie? Decent. Uh, Where does he play? Uh, just off the front or wide. He, was a, he, he came through as a kid at Celtic. Always liked him. Technically yeah. very good. See in terms of Alawa, I enjoy watching them. Good man. I've seen them. Very good football team, Peter Grant's got there. And they've always been like that. That's what I was just going yep. to say. Why? Why think that is? Think that's because the chairman's quite vocal. Jink he says if a manager's going to come in, I want to play a certain. Ah, way. he's want to play a certain way. But again, they're obviously part time, and you're like me. I think quite a lot of the Alawa players could easily play yeah. high on what they're playing. Peter was always a good organizer, wasn't he? Peter Grant on the pitch pointer. He was always pointing. He always saying what he wanted to happen. You must have played against them early in your career. What is Jinky? Okay, let's move right on. Left hook. Left hook. What age is Peter? He must be about 55, 56. I thought maybe he was my coach when Tony Mowbray was at Celtic. Good guy, Peter Grant, isn't he? I had him. He was Scotland. When Alec McLeish lost uh, Roy Aiken when he went to Dubai, he worked for D- uh, David O'Leary. Mm. He brought Peter Grant in. I thought you were going to say when Alec McLeish lost his hair. Is it true <laughs> that the, the company car they had over there in Dubai was a Rolls Royce? Is that true? That Roy had? Roy Aiken, you know did he? No. Well, I don't know. That was what they I, said. I tell Is you that what, in the Emirates? Yeah. There's a brilliant coach. What, Roy yeah. Aiken? Brilliant. Tell us why. Barry Ferguson. I just loved him. I, I just Is this loved at Birmingham? Him. Yep, at Birmingham. Yep. Um, only had him for a year before he obviously made the decision to go. It was crazy money he was getting offered in, yeah. in Dubai but brilliant in terms of a goal between the players and the managers uh, and he's training very basic right. but very good no, I wouldn't expect that eh? mm-hmm. well he's all club Celtic winning 2-1 this afternoon it was Welsh just uh, in two minutes Edward in 50 minutes and then Alan Campbell scoring for Motherwell a 2-1 win for Celtic Hibs another big victory for them this afternoon in the I was going to say the derby it's almost like the third position those two you've bracketed them as the who's going to be the third biggest this year it's Hibs 2 Aberdeen 0 and it's a double Martin Boyle penalty in the first half and then scored again midway through the second Livingston pulled one back against St Johnson but it was St Johnson winning 2-1 at Almond Vale and that's Livy's 
first defeat in 15 games. And it's the first time the manager has lost David Martindale, but a good win there for St. Johnson. Dundee United winning 2-0 against Ross County. It was Lauren Shankland and Ryan Edwards. One, and then St. Mirren, a two-goal victory against Kilmarnock, McAllister and Obika. So those... Uh, things to talk about in every single match what do you think give us a call 0808 17 17 700 it's refreshing we haven't had to talk about you know Roof and Ayeti and uh, you know the appeals and all the rest of it uh, Sai anything to say about that no, we didn't say last night it's good to be talking about football isn't it, isn't it? I hate yeah. all that stuff you know I think people are desperate for people to be banned and booked now and again I, 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 I don't like it the same with the Covid stuff where people are trying to tell on people and pull people up for mistakes I just like talking about the football and sure. everyone yeah. makes mistakes but in terms of it was a good game and I enjoyed mm-hmm. that much but not just because Celtic won but in terms of both teams it was a good game Motherwell came into the last 30 minutes what's he laughing look at that it's still light it's after 5 know, and it's still great. light isn't it brilliant yeah. Spring's not that far away Barry the vaccine's on the way we're going to come through this yep Stay safe. Stay tuned to Go Radio. Where are we going with this? Barry, what are you thinking? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just thinking the same. I just hopefully yeah. in the coming month uh, we can get back to normality. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people now, it's been a long, it's been a long 12 month, is it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been tough. Tough for a lot of people, not just yeah. um, people in football, but people in general. So the good news is, as you just mentioned there, at least the vaccine's getting rolled out now and it's over 70s and, and 80s that are getting it and then and well done all the carers and people on front line who look after everyone brilliant. isn't it it's you know, absolutely brilliant big news for me today is the Hibs game too. Yeah, like Fergie mm-hmm. said I, I called Hibs at the start but when Fergie started to put mm-hmm. the fact that Aberdeen usually do bounce back from, from bad runs like this you start to worry about Aberdeen mm-hmm. you know in terms of defensively I think they're all over the place I don't think Derek knows whether to go with a three or a four at the back and I always think when you've got the, the sort of worries with your defenders, it's very hard to get results. And I think it affects guys like Lewis. I don't know, I think Lewis has been, I don't know if you'd agree, Fergie, but he's top form. But I think that's tough when you're ch- going for a back three to a yep. back four behind you. You don't know who's playing up front. It's hard to form relationships. Him and McCrory had a good thing going. Mm. At times, McCrory has, McCrory has to go and play at right wing back. It's tough to get to get the relationships mm. going, Fergie, isn't it? Yep, he's definitely no hitting the, the heights. But sometimes when things are not going for you, that, that, that's good character building mm. for uh, Lewis. Um, I agree with you I, I think it's a good combination Him and McCrory I know Derek has to If there's a few defenders out He moves McCrory back into uh, The back three Or you say back four I, I think Derek's unsure What his best formation is yeah. That's maybe a, a problem as well And again Losing Big players At, at vital moments And then you see teams That are doing well Your St Johnson's Your St Mern You know St Johnson's St Mern's line up every week Yep. And that's the difference And that's why they're doing well Especially at the back I think mm-hmm. Fergie If you've got a settled back three A settled back four It makes such I, a difference I, I think you can change All over the pitch But I, I'm with you See if you've got a, a settled back five And that's me including The goalkeeper mm. uh, The vast majority of them Four out of that five Are playing consistently Throughout the season I think you've got A real good chance Of achieving something Let's take some more calls Here in Go Radio Scott is on A Rangers fan In the south side of Glasgow Hi Scott Good evening Hi Good Hi, thanks Scott. you uh, I'm I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I had to tell you what I said. So my point is about the kind of inconsistencies that we're seeing with the referees. As 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 much as I think this challenge was a red card, mm-hmm. I don't think it was more of a red than Curtis Mains on Barisic at Pataudry. So it was more of a red than the one on Morelos against Dundee United. I can't remember the boy's name, but Morelos ended up with stud marks in his knee. I don't see how they two weren't given reds, but Ruth was. As much as I think this was a red, I just want to see more consistency from the referees and the 
SSA. So that was the call from your manager earlier this week saying greater consistency is what you're looking for. The yep. Dundee United, I remember the Dundee United one. I think he's. I don't think he's went in studs up. I think he's went in side foot. If, I'm, if I remember clearly, I think his follow through took him through Morelos. I I agree. If you're gonna, if Roof could be, a, if Roof's a red card, which I think it is, mm. then Mains could definitely be a red card because he's going in studs up. He doesn't touch the ball. Barisic gets to the ball first. One thing I would say is that the ball's 50-50, but again, as we've said with Roof, he thinks that he can get his foot planted before Murray Davidson does. On the Dundee United one for me, no, I don't think that's a red card, but in terms of if Roof's is a red card, then I agree that, that Mains could be a red card as well. I think we've got to be wary of the, the amount of notice of complaints. That, that's my worry. Are we going to get three and four a game? Um, when I, look, I, I said during the week, I do think Roof was a red card but I think the referee dealt with it then there and then he gave a yellow I think if you slow it down it looks a lot worse but there's no intent for me so I don't see why they need to um, give a notice of complaint and the same I'll, I'll go with the Celtic one a Yeti it's a clear it's a soft penalty yeah. but it's a clear penalty so why do they need to give a notice of complaint and say it was was it simulation um, diving whatever mm. I'm just worried that this can continue and it, it takes it takes a lot away for the games and it's something that we don't need yep. Scott with your own team were you happy with the transfer window then Scott Wright coming in Jack yeah, Simpson yep. yeah I was on I think it was Wednesday night with Barry and Marv, Marvin and I said that I feel Wright and Simpson were definitely crucial getting now especially with Edmonton Jones and Barker going out I felt like they we're able to replace them in terms of quality in the squad. Obviously, both on the Europa League squad as well helps a lot with them, both young players getting experience playing in top players in Europe. Yeah. Good transfer window for Rangers. Yep. Very good. Yep. I, I mean, I, I called it a week before the window shut, Paul. Um, I, I thought the manager would have been desperate to get these, these two players in. Certainly, to, to get their... Um, Get them in, get them to know their teammates, get them to know the surroundings and, and what the club's all about. And I, I think the next three months will just be a bedding in period for these players. And I think you'll see the benefit of bringing them in early. You'll get the benefit of that, sorry, should I say, next season. I think Wright's a really good sign, and I do. Yeah. You know, when you first think it, you think, is that, is that good? Then you watch Wright, and he's very much in a Rangers front three mode. You know, you think of Jordan Jones came, he's very much a winger that likes to stay wide, probably doesn't suit Rangers style, whereas Scott Wright. Loves coming inside, you know, he plays wide but he comes inside, similar to what Rangers wingers do. I think if you're asking me, if Hadji doesn't play the Mora, would you rather go with Eaton or Scott Wright? And that, and that right hand side for mm. me it'd be Scott Wright. Would it? Again, yeah. because I think he suits how Rangers play better than what Cedric Eaton does. Sometimes I see Eaton playing, he looks a bit lost out there on mm. the right. Yeah. You know, I don't think he really, he's really sure what he's doing. For me, he looks like a centre forward playing wide right. But in terms of Scott Wright, I think he's very good in that right hand side role. Yeah, he definitely fits into the Rangers mould in terms of he'll go, he can go and play wide, he'll come in, he'll float, he'll interchange and as I said, I'm not saying he's as good as Ryan Ken, but he's kind of in that mould mm -hmm. and I can see the reasons why the managers went to bring him in and I think it's a great piece of business, I think it was 150 grand, I think something to do with the McCrory deal but yeah. again, I don't think you'll see the best of the young I'm saying young lad he's, he's 23 um, I don't think you'll see the best of him until next season but it's a great bedding in period for him Fergie why do, we never, why do you never see Itton play centre forward if, if I'm looking at Itton I do not think he's a right of a front he's three. I think one, he's a centre forward he's no? the only one I would say si, that I'm still unsure about are you? Mm. yeah 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Still unsure. He's been decent coming on as a sub, isn't he? Yep. There, there's no denying that he comes on and he gives it everything. Yeah. I mean, he tries his best. Mm. I'm still unsure. Is he a natural centre forward? Mm. Does he come off? Does he play in the wide area? Um, I'm still unsure. And I, I don't know if the manager knows where his, his best position is. There's certainly a player in there. There's mm. no doubt about it. But I'm just, I, I still need to see. And he's been a good sub though for again in terms of a Rangers playing a certain way. He's Bring been, him on, you can change it. He done it at Easter Road. He yeah. came on and he made a good impact to get a few fouls. And and there's no denying. Listen, the guy gives you everything when he, when he crosses that white line. And he yeah. loves playing Motherwell. He scores his goals against Motherwell. Scott, are you going to go unbeaten all season and be in the Invincibles? Um, I think I was on. Oh, okay. What What do you think? And I'm not sure. Mainly because the fact. When Celtic done it, they didn't have Thursday Sunday football, whereas we do at the moment. I think they finished bottom of their Champions League group, so they just had a straight run to the league title. Whereas we've got Thursday Sunday up until it'll probably be mid March, end of March by the time we go out Europa League. And can I make okay. one more point on Scott Wright? Actually, quick one. Yep, we need to. On you go. Oh, in fact, we just lost you. Maybe next week, Scott. Sorry, you've just gone there. The Calcutta Cup this afternoon. Scotland are three up against England after 25 minutes. So down there at Twickers, it's uh, not interesting. Uh, no, see, <laughs> honest with you, it's a game I just can't. I can't get. Into. Is it the shape of the ball? You just can't get a grip of that. I don't know, but one thing I do know is uh, some hardy guys that play rugby. I know, but yeah. what skill is there in rugby? Oh, there is skill. Come you on, fun the ball at each other, man. Yeah. Ah, there, there, there is skill. Is I just can't get yeah. into the game. I, I'll be honest with you. Look. I know you've got it on the screen now. You want Scotland to win, but I'm not really. Yep. I'm not really interested. It would suit me though because you can only pass it backwards. That's all. <laughs> <Saturday, laughs> <yeah. laughs> there is skill well, there. You enjoy but, it, uh, Paul, eh? I d- remember my nephew plays for Ulster and plays for Ireland. Although Farrell doesn't seem to be playing him this season, he's a great player, John Cooney. Yeah, right. scrum half, brilliant player. I think he's the best scrum half probably in Europe. Well, it's but his own way. It's a scrum yeah. half. Ulster. So that is the, he's five ten. So he's weak compared to the you know the six five six. So he's definitely a You're calling somebody so, five ten so, weak. Right, he's a crack. He's a he's a crack. <laughs> he's a cracking footballer. All right. Seems <laughs> like that one, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> he's a good footballer. So he runs with the ball. So the scrum they play it to the number seven. Right. Yeah, number nine. Sorry, <laughs> don't push me on rugby. Uh, but yeah, I've watched it. Watched. Uh, I've gone over to see him play Ulster. Um, they love him there. He's fantastic. So it's a great game. Six but Nations. I, I prefer good. football. Yeah, yeah but we want Scotland always, to do well. Has he always been in Ulster? He, uh, no, he was at Leinster. He, Leinster. he, he a Champions League final, uh, winners medal when he was twenty. Twenty one. He was just turned twenty one. Really wow. proud. Yeah, he won. He, so he was at Leinster. Then he went to. Um, Connacht and now lot, Ulster you see quite yep. a lot of the rugby players with the cauliflower ears oh. he's not he's a good looker oh, <laughs> I've got a cauliflower comes from the other side of the family <laughs> have you right it's the Go Radio Football Show 0808 17 17 700 Tuesday to I don't know where Tuesday came 2 till 6 Saturday afternoon Ryan's on the line hi Ryan Hi, how are you doing, guys? You yeah, right? good. All right, Ryan. Thanks for digging us out of the rugby one there. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what are you thinking about the Aberdeen position in your mind? The Aberdeen result this afternoon? Yeah. Well, well, some result. Um, but obviously, me being a St. Johnson fan, I'm surprised Tommy Wright hasn't been in another manager's job yet. But I was just thinking if Derek McInnes was to lose his job at the end of the season, is Tommy Wright the man to take 
Aberdeen job and not the killer job. Do you not think it's crazy, Ryan, that people are talking about this? And I know we are here, but there's something seems to have happened. Lots of people talking about Derek McInnes, who's had you know great success with Aberdeen for seven. This is the eighth year. Mm-hmm. And St Johnson, you know, Melissa Johnson. Yeah. Oh, indeed, well. of course, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I do. I mean, you look at. I mean, what else can Derek McInnes do? He's been in cup finals. He's made them finish third. I mean. They're not Aberdeen's not going to take over Celtic or Rangers. That's just not going to happen. I mean, what what, what do they expect? You know. Yep, Ryan. So yeah, Sai, what do you think? Can I ask, can I ask Ryan yep. a question on St Johnston? Who, who did you yep. prefer the style? Uh, who have you enjoyed watching more, uh, Ryan? Tommy Wright's team or Callum Davidson's team? Well, Callum Davidson's got a better way of playing football. Tommy Wright was, as you say, very dogged, but. Um, <laughs> Tommy Wright's obviously the more entertaining. Uh, sorry, Callum Davidson's got the more entertaining football, but Tommy Wright's the one that's proven it through the years, hasn't he? So and it's hard to tell. And see, for that for that reason, that's why I don't think Tommy Wright gets an Aberdeen job or a Hibs or a Hearts job because I think the fans at these clubs now demand attractive football. I don't think Tommy Wright's that, mm. that type. But then again, he went and won the Scottish Cup with St Johnston. So it's what, what do these fans want? Is it success? Is it a well-organised team or do you want to go and be entertained every week? Well, that, that's why I think he's perfect for the command look job. Yeah. Look, they're in free fall just now and they need somebody to come in and be organised. And that's exactly what um, Tommy Wright is. Ryan, that's the way mm. St. Johnson's uh, St. Johnson teams were. They were really organised and and tough to beat, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he made, kind of, in the first few years, he tried to make McDermott Park a, a fortress of people uh, for other teams with the uh, to come and play um, so yeah I would, I would agree that um, Kelly would be the main fit but I was just thinking Aberdeen because he'll get money to spend next season and I don't know I don't know what Aberdeen else they're expecting I'm surprised he's, I'm just really surprised he's still not in a, another job yet mm. the success he had at my club I said this on yep. offline off air it used to if Derek McInnes did go and you're wanting another manager there for 8 or 9 years I could see Jim Goodwin doing a good job at Aberdeen no. Is he not in the club? What's happened? Why is he not getting these jobs? Strange. Tommy Wright. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I honestly don't know. No, I mean Jim Goodwin for Aberdeen. Yeah, I don't think Jim Goodwin will leave St. Martin just now. No, I, I think he's. Have you got offered the Aberdeen job? He didn't need to go now. Do you know what? I think it would be hard to prize him away. Yeah. Um, simple. He was a player there for a long time, captain of the club, mm-hmm. and now he's get. He's in. A right good place just now with St Man, let's be honest with you. And they've backed him. Yeah. The St Man board. They've let him go and bring in players that he's obviously been wanting to bring in. But in terms of Tommy Wright, I, every job that comes up, he says it with the Muddle job, yeah. I thought, listen, surely they're they're going for him. But I'm surprised there's many people that Tommy Wright's no um no get a job yep. yet. Ryan, a quick word before you go about your own team. Yep. Thirty points after that win this afternoon, bursting the bubble of Livingston. Can you do it again in the cup final? Will you do it again? Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Wow, well, love Definitely. that. Yeah. See, so just quite one, one hand on yeah. the trophy as they say. Right. Uh, look at the look at the bench. It's in uh, St. John's. I know. I'm just Both looking Bryson, at Gilmer, Conway, Halloran, May. Middleton. He's got. A, yeah. Oh, he's got a decent squad there. Yeah. Callum. He's did, built a good team. Did did, did Ryan watch a game with it? Was, was did St Johnston deserve their victory? No, I have not seen it today. I've not seen it. No, oh, you didn't. Like? <laughs> you tuned into us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. That's what I was doing. I'm tuning you guys. Good man, Ryan. You're a right. top man. Thanks Keep very much for the call. We're back with Thank Ferguson and Ferry on Go yeah. Radio next. The Go Radio Football Show. Let's go.
Balcony on a Saturday afternoon, 2 till 6, the Super Saturday on Go Radio with OPC Energy Limited, with Barry Ferguson, the former Rangers, Scotland, Blackburn Rovers, Birmingham City, Blackpool, and Scotland captain, he is with us, and entrepreneur. That's embarrassing. That is no, embarrassing. So, hold on, social media guru, columnist with the Herald and the Evening Times. No, I'm not doing the column anymore, so you've, you've made a thing of that as well. No. What, the Times, has that gone as well? That is done, uh, hey. I was going to, what, why? Why? Oh, I just felt like I was repeating myself with the podcast and this and then I was right. writing the same things and I thought people are going to get sick of me so and you you thing here Hugh writes for the Herald I kind of Hugh McDonald I can't be yeah. the same paper as Hugh McDonald I'm writing a bit well, of good. nonsense and he's McDonald. writing masterpieces yeah it'd be fair he's good Hugh yeah. McDonald mm. he knows he, he knows his stuff but Simon's was good bringing in the younger audience fam. I'm sure Donald Martin enjoyed it there Donald will be on tomorrow morning with Hunter and Hockey here and Go Radio the home of Hunter and Hockey tomorrow morning 11 till 12 do you know what Hugh is he's like a clever Ned I do you think yeah he's got a wee uh-huh. bit of neediness about him isn't he but he's very clever uh-huh. I've uh-huh. got a lot of time for him but I will be 100% listening to the business show I'm going to head down the business route I've taken over the media so I'm going to mm. try and head down the business route now and try to <laughs> do you know Try to conquer that. Is, is, really? Yeah. I think you'll do well. It was Hugh's brother that I ended up uh, on the radio because his brother, Roddy, was at school with me. He said, I'm going to go for a job at Radio Clyde, this new station, as a trainee reporter. So I nipped in and went in for an interview and I didn't get the job, but I did a few months later and that's oh. how it started. It was his brother, Where Roddy. Where is he from? Um, well, he was the Glasgow area. His dad worked at the Herald and, and all the rest of it. So I think they're not from the Highlands originally. But anyway, right. I was in Hamilton at the time. So there we are. Anyway, but Hugh McDonald, back to you. Cy Ferry with us with Barry Ferguson and we're taking loads of your calls. We've got uh, Gary in Hamilton is on the line, a Rangers fan. Hello, Gary. How are you doing, Paul? How are you doing, Cy Ferry? All right, Gary. Yeah. Gary. yeah. Whereabouts in Hamilton? <laughs> Fun bank. <laughs> Burnbank, Barry. <laughs> oh, Burnbank Road and all that. Brilliant. <laughs> I've Well done. Yeah. Uh, right, Lauren Shanklin's going to join us uh, in a few minutes, Gary, having scored for Dundee United this afternoon. So we'll hear from the Scotland striker. Gary, what's in your mind? What do you want to ask Barry? Uh, it's not a, a question for Barry that I'm on the point. Hi, Barry. Uh, I was, you were my hero growing up, Barry. Still my hero. And yeah. You epitomised what a Rangers captain's all about. I met you a few times and you were with the fans, you were absolutely brilliant. But in 2003, Barry, you broke my heart. I must admit, you broke my heart. And my question to you, Barry, is like you, when I was a wee boy, I didn't like a football player, I wanted to play for Rangers. That was, and I, I think you must have been the same. Mm-hmm. You got that chance, so why did you leave in 2003? Then the circumstances in terms exactly. of Rangers um, having to bring some money in. That was it. Right. That's what it was yeah. down to. It broke my heart to leave. So Rangers wanted to sell you to yeah, get they, the money? They had to get yep. bring money in um, through different avenues at the time. Um, and that's the way it worked. But I was back uh, under, I think it was about 16 months later mm-hmm. I come back. Mm-hmm. How does that come about then, Fergie? Did they just pull you in an office and tell you that or is it through an yeah, agent? Yeah, there was, there, was there was quite a few clubs at the time um, interested. But I, look, I wasn't bothered. If, I, if I'm being honest, I was, I was living the dream. Mm-hmm. I was doing what hundreds of thousands of, of young Rangers fans would want to do and play with the, the club they always supported as a boy and I was doing that. And Listen, one thing led to another and it, sometimes you have to go down that route and go. Um, 
But thankfully I get the opportunity to come back Which was quite tough to be fair when I, when I come back Because quite a few, a small minority of fans didn't really accept it when right. I come back really? Which was hard, but I understood that Because mm. they didn't really know the, the full ins and outs, you know what I mean It just wasn't down to Rangers 100% It came to me as well and I had to make that decision um, But it was the, one of the hardest and toughest decisions But when I come back that was the hardest thing when people... Maybe had a great with you because mm. you you had the went, but then you've got to try and win them over, and the only way you can try and win them over is is mm. trying to give decent performances on the pitch and and win more trophies. Do you regret going? Yeah, I should have maybe have put my my foot down. Mm. Yeah. Did David Murray take you and say no, Barry? No, just uh, it was a mixture of the board and uh, manager and and. Um, Martin Payne But mm. is, is there also a time it comes Fergie that you want to go and test yourself against the best To see how good you are yeah, But I was still testing myself Because we were, Champions we're, League, we were yeah. playing Champions League And the, the, the players at that time you were playing against were, were unbelievable um, But it's like everything The grass is always greener mm-hmm. Let people say that And on a side and you go down And you, you realise actually When you actually leave And you go to other clubs And you play in the Premier League Which is great fully mm. World class footballers, but the size of the club that, that Rangers was, uh, was not patching any of them in the atmosphere. And I, I found it strange because both times I was down there, the pressure was, was strange. If you come off the pitch and you, you, were, you drew a game, get them well done. Yep, but up here it was you had to win every mm-hmm. game, so you were coming off uh, if you drew it at Ibrooks or you suffered defeat at, at Ibrooks, wow. the fans would be on you. But right. I quite liked that side of it. Because they were putting pressure on you And if you want to play at the biggest the clubs mm. You've got to play under pressure And Blackburn were a big club at the time Graham Soonis the manager Yeah And yeah he That was obviously Was that part of the pool then? That Yeah probably Because he was one of the I mean yeah. One of the best Scottish midfielders ever Graham Soonis For sure yeah. um, There's no doubt about it But For listen sure. when, I, when I left I, sure. I knew after a couple of months I'd I'd made the wrong decision. It's, quite, it's a similar I, situation to Tiernan, isn't it? You know, boyhood yeah, Celtic yeah, fans, yeah. same as Fergie, but when that money cut, it's like, mm-hmm. obviously your wages went up going to Blackburn as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, Was there a lot more money in England? Good question. Yeah. yeah. But see, the thing is, I, after a month, six weeks of bonus with you. Money didn't matter. No, I, I, driving back and I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. you don't know how much you miss it, you don't know how much I pull it. Because you know what it's like when you grow up and you, you yeah. go and live the dream. And then... Decisions are made And Ultimately it falls on On you mm. Gary you've waited nearly 20 years To get that answer I was just thinking <laughs> Can you believe well, that I had a wee idea I had a yeah. wee idea Paul, I've read Barry's book uh, I've read I've actually read Derek's book I've just come back in there I remember Derek saying his book uh, Something about to watch Barry At half time And mm. maybe Blackburn would be getting beaten The fans would be Opening sandwiches And packed lunches up then But you go to Ibrox with here if you're one up at half time, either sometimes it's not a nice place to be, never mind. Yeah, that's what I found strange, Gary. Yeah. Going down there when you were coming off and you were getting clapped off and you drew a game. I mean, Aye. we were getting absolute <laughs> pelters if we walked off at Ibrox and we drew a game, which which uh, was normal for me growing up. Mm. Going to watch mm-hmm. Rangers and then being involved with Rangers, going to mm. when you're a, a young apprentice, you're going to watch the first yeah. team and. The demands that are, are put on you there in yeah. Ewood Park, wasn't it? It was. It wasn't a patch see, on Highbrooks, was it? See, or see, Celtic I, Park. I, I tell you, going to all the big stadiums down there, and I've played in all the big stadiums. Not a patch in Highbrooks. No. But in the atmosphere, Fergie, Old Trafford, no. Emirates. Not, not a patch no. up here. And Gary, whose book was better, Derek's or Barry's? 
<laughs> Whose book was better, Derek's or Barry's? Oh, good, good. Oh, yeah. You can't split them <laughs> Gary you must be happy Yeah so uh, At Burnbank tomorrow The Rangers bus will come up Burnbank Road And then go to Hamilton What's going to happen What's your scoreline tomorrow Hamilton Rangers uh, I think Rangers will beat them easy I think I'm going to need one tomorrow They'll only, only got Burnbank Road If Harry Redknapp's driving the bus I think about it They'll come off the motorway And go up from the Wraith So we think Sai, you wanted to ask him. Gary, if you want to meet Barry, he's always in the, the Hamilton baths on the flumes every Sunday, so <laughs> if you want to meet him, get yourself up there. <laughs> After Gary, they're shot. Yeah. Oh, they're shot, they <laughs> Thank you, Sai. <laughs> Gary, thanks very much for calling. Thanks very much. Thanks, Cheers, Gary. Gary. Cheers. Cheers. Gary waited 18 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but, it was a mixture oh, of yeah. things. Like, it's difficult because it's hard when you, you grow up a fan and then obviously mm, sure. there, there's a lot of circumstances that, that get put in front of you and then you have got to go and make a make a decision but as I said to you I knew after 46 weeks mm. I knew right away but I was enjoying it don't get me wrong Blackburn was great yeah. great mm. people at the club the fans really took to who me. was in your team when you went there because that was 2003 so they had two ju- guy yep. oh, two guys two guys guy. yeah yep. Russo yep. Brett Emerton how was oh, it with Amoruso yeah. when you went down there, all right? I fight, I got on with, with Amon, yeah. no problem. Listen, on the pitch we had a few ding-dongs, but I don't mm. mind that. Yeah. He, he was a passionate big guy. Yeah. I totally get it. Did we see eye to eye sometimes? No, we didn't, but I didn't mind that. Yeah. I gave as good as I got and so did he. Um, but that was the players, Brad Fredo in goals, Lucas Neal oh, yeah. right back, Dwight oh, York, tough. Andy Cole up front. Andy Cole as well, yeah. Does it surprise you how much like Rangers fans still love you even after all this time? Because you you do, like CVC Twitter, that he's yeah still uh-huh. a, a, absolutely idolised. He's he? one of the greatest in modern era. Do you think era? he's the greatest yeah. Rangers midfielder ever? There's a question. S- well, calm down, say greatest well, who, ever. You're getting tired. Scott, Scott Sporn. Who, yeah, who, let's who think. would be who would be better? Who'd, I'm trying to who's think more of, successful of Scott Sporn or just any Rangers midfielder? Rangers midfield players over the years. It's a fair point. Isn't that, it? That's, a, that's a good question. It's not one that Barry could answer. Uh, midfielder better than you? No, David. I mean you've got Nemitchi. you know, you've got Nemitchi. Did you remember that? Yeah, no, Slaney likes Nemitchi. Yeah. He always brings him up. And the players you think of uh, way beforehand, Soonest. before our time, as soon as is the yeah. Ray um, Wilkins. Ray Wilkins, what a player! Yeah, unbelievable player. Mm. But you played there at your peak. You know, Ray Wilkins. It was later on when he came. Trevor Francis was later on. Didn't play for that long. I remember taking him home one night. And they'd been but playing in Poland, he, and we gave him a lift back to Bothwell. He was like, "How do you think I played tonight?" It was. He was interested in what a journalist, a broadcaster, thought. Aye, Trevor remember, Francis. Yeah. Remember in that nineties, you had guys like yep. Gascoigne, sorry, unsung, unsung heroes, Stuart McCall's, Ian Ferguson's. Not guys, as good as you. Though. Oh, yeah. Come yeah. on, you can. But guys like that. But growing up, that's mm-hmm. guys who I, I learned off in G- terms of. Their mindset, the mentality they had. Durant, mm. Gascoigne would be the yeah. two, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Mm. Well, who's the best? Who's the best element for the Paul McStay? Be a country mile. Yeah, for sure. There Is you he are, what, you country best? Be a country mile, Paul McStay. Was he? Was he world class? Yeah, he? and he gets stuck off Celtic fans. Uh, for what would you say, Paul? For maybe mm. being too loyal. Yeah, maybe he should have left mm. and, and went down to the Premier League when he had the opportunity. But you know who's on the line. Now, he scored this afternoon for Dundee United in the 2-0 win at Ross County. Good afternoon, Lawrence Shanklin. What a player. How you doing? <laughs> Good, Lawrence. Uh, yeah, this afternoon we wondered what was going to happen. How pleased are you to get that two-goal victory? I delighted. Um, it was always going to be a, a tough game up here. And 
turned it around in an old-fashioned Highland grind, to be honest. But um, it got there in the end. It was a good performance for the boys, and especially off the back of two bad results for the week. It's just good to get back to winning ways. And to get the 31 points now, it sounds much better, doesn't it? Up just at a point behind St Mirren and Livy losing uh, this afternoon as well. So a tough game this afternoon, though. Sai's here, Barry's here. Talking to you on Go Radio. Uh, Lawrence, uh, Sai, how you doing, mate? You all right? I'm good, mate. How are you? Me and Fer- good. Me and Fergie have been on here saying you've done a lot of good work outside the box. Why? I, I think you'd expect to have scored more goals this year. Why do you think that's not happened? Straight in there, mate. Um, just probably we've not had as many opportunities. We've not been that high scoring a team, to be mm. honest, um, in terms of goals goals for. But um, it's been it's been frustrating in a way because we've done a lot of good stuff up until the box, and it's just been our final wee bits that probably we've let it down, and, and we probably could have created a lot more chances early season, but. Um, the day we had had a couple of disappointing ones to start in the first half and, and I missed them I should have scored and that would have got my tally up to be honest but mm. um, I kept grinding away and signed to thankfully enough I, I managed to go on the score sheet so um, just got to keep plugging away and hopefully we created a lot more today and we can keep that going Talk us through the goal now we've not seen it so you can make anything up here talk it <laughs> just say what you want make it to be a world <laughs> day on you go that was a good goal to be fair, it was a good team goal. Um, it was a defending corner, we just it broke um, really quickly and managed to get it up to Lane Smith on the right and he just crossed in, I got across the defender and took a good touch and slotted it, so happy with it. Lawrence, what did Mickey say to you at half time at Firth Park? Did they give you a bit? Um, aye, I definitely needed it. Um, we started so sluggish and we will. To be honest, we started the first 10 minutes, but as soon as we, we conceded the goal for the set play, which we'd actually conceded a lot on, and we had worked hard on it, so the disappointment of that was, well, he's obviously raising about that, but uh, it was a, a wrong thing that we needed, to be honest, and we did have a right goal, and we, we kind of got reaction in the second half, but we all know it was, it was too late, and we got ourselves a mount to climb, we got back and gave my goal, but to give ourselves that much today, it's always going to be tough to get wins, so... That was a point coming up the other day, we knew we had to get a clean sheet and, and give ourselves something to build on, and we done that. Does Mickey let you get a blue WKD on the way back or is it just water and look as it? <laughs> nah, protein shakes and protein shots by the way Kyle is the fitness boy so it'll be a good journey we're just looking forward to get down the road with a few points to be honest what, what, How many goals are you on now? Five you got to be, what do you think, ten? Try to get ten before the end of the season? Aye, I've got to push for that now um, So as I said, it's been frustrating of course I'd like my numbers to be higher but just got to take it as it is and I can on that one today. Me, me and Sai were talking about it. Like, uh, the times that I've watched on United, you've been doing a lot of work outside the box, and I, I think you're you're getting a bit frustrated because I don't think you're getting the service um, that you need. Because let's be honest, you're in it and the goal scorer. Is that something that you're obviously trying to work hard in training, getting service into the box for you and McNulty and even Nicky Clark? I think that has been a part of trying to work on it. I mean, then producing better up the park and creating more clear cut chances. Because to be honest, there has been a lot. It's been a lot of half chances the strikers have been getting. Mm-hmm. So it's something we've been working hard on. And um, you'll you see with our goal today, it was a, it was a kind of thing. Goal was a good goal, and if we can keep doing that, and it's just the wee, the wee final bits and the final third, and we can tidy them up, then we'll, we'll all get more chances. But we're working on it. Great. What's on in the bus on the way down the road, Sai? You always like to know what they're listening to. Uh, no, I, I did they watch any or is it listening? Don't know. What, what are you listening to? Listening to you on the bus? Yeah. God knows, man. Is there a card school or it now? Is there cards? Is there... Nah, I'm not no mad about kids. Some of the younger boys play, but I don't really get it, to be honest. I just observe. <laughs> and, and how's the wee one, Lawrence? How's it going? 
Nah, she's good. She's good, aye. Um, still sweet more than that, so fingers crossed it's days that way. What age is she? Four months. See, to be fair as well, that's a big change in your life. It's, going yeah. for no kit. I remember hitting my first and trying to play football. It was and he's shattered. He's got a win bonus today, so that's great news. Lawrence, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll speak to you soon. Cheers. 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 Cheers Dundee United and Scotland star Lauren Shanklin joining us here on Glasgow's own Go Radio. Brilliant, isn't it? He comes on afterwards. Yep, got to take your hat off to him after a, a hard ninety minutes. Yep. It's great for him to come on and give us five minutes. And he's a type. He's he's a type of player. I, I'm just desperate to go and do well. Yeah. I, I just like the fact where he's he had a tough time as a young boy at Aberdeen and he went down the leagues and he, he's worked his way up now. And that's him on five goals. And I always says if he gets the right service, he'll score goals mm. for you, Lauren Shanklin. See if he does get ten for you in a team that just came up. It's not a bad return for your first. First year in the SPL, is it? Yep. Uh, that's what I was saying to him. When I have watched, have you watched him? He, yeah. he is coming away deep. He, but that's a bit of frustration. He's wanting to get involved in the game. And as you know, number nines, they thrive on service into the box. And he's been starved, <laughs> starved at that a wee bit this season. But listen, goal of the day, great result for Dun United. I fancied him. Yeah. I thought, I mean, yep. as he says, Mickey gave them a, a bollocking at half time. Mm. And now you get a response in the second half and but they went up there the day at a tough place and, and got the three, uh, three They'd points. lost the last three games they needed it so St Mirren 2 Kilmarnock 0 this afternoon as we mentioned Dundee United winning 2-0 at Ross County St Johnson winning 2-1 at Livingston Hebs beating Aberdeen 2-0 and Celtic 2 Motherwell 1 The Bull Radio Football Show Heading towards injury time here on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Thanks for everyone who's been calling in with their requests. Despite that, we're staying on air till six and we're here every Saturday afternoon. I loved it on Monday night. Cy came in before the show, didn't he? And he said, Barry, Paul, are we on again next weekend? <laughs> I've been dropped. This is your life at the moment, given that football's off. But you told us last night there's a wee shaft of light that maybe the lower leagues will be back soon. What's, I, the, what's the latest? My gut feeling is it will be back soon. Brilliant Yeah I yep. don't know Again Fergie's mentioned it In terms of how many weeks We'd need to get fit But If our players have been doing What we've asked them to do Then I don't see any reason Why two weeks of training That we can't get back Playing games So fingers crossed Because we're all desperate To get the see, We were actually on a decent wee run there And then you get this and mm-hmm. But again It's allowed us to get players fit and uh, a full squad back So we'd be looking forward To the second half of the season We've of course been Peter Head Barry what do you think? Yeah, sorry. I honestly don't know Yep just don't uh, know. It I, killed I, don't know. Hearts. I, I think if anything, it might be March, mm-hmm. first couple of weeks into March. But listen, you, you can set out a plan, which I've been doing with all the players. They're, they're running three times a week, but it's totally different. So I'll tell games. you, when you get, you need to get on the the training field, and you need to get wee games. You need to get them um, a touch of the ball, and they're going to be really rusty again. I mean, six months they're out last year. Yeah. They've come back, worked really hard to get up a level of fitness, and then they're going to be missing. I think that's six weeks, six or seven weeks. A lot. It's a lot of time to, to be off. Um, I really don't know what's going to happen. I've still got a two game ban. That's uh, really that no kick in before. <laughs> so I've been off for six, seven weeks. Go <laughs> back you're rubbish, isn't it? You're oh, going to be so terrible. rusty. <laughs> <laughs> Is it too late seen, to... He's seen me after six weeks, so he knows what it's like. So, oh dear me. Why didn't you appeal it? Because we, we appealed well, it. They said, no. they said no. I think we should start a campaign to overrule it. See, to be yeah. honest with you, see when you come in and consistency. It, yeah. It's a yellow card. You're in the halfway line, uh-huh. on the right hand side, 
Your centre halves plus are five mm. yards deeper. Plus, after COVID, let him back. I know. Let him play. Let's start a campaign, surely. Yeah, I know. Let him back on. Maybe uh, Jim Mack and Harley's not wanting that. No, he, <laughs> 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 if you've missed it this afternoon, Dundee United, we heard Lauren Shanklin a moment or two ago, a two goal victory for them at uh, Ross County. St Mirren, great win for them, 2 0 against Kilmarnock. St Johnson, Big win for them against Livy. So the 15-game run comes to an end. St. Johnson winning 2-1 against Livingston. Hibs 2, Aberdeen 0, a double for Martin Boyle. And Celtic 2, Motherwell 1. So there's uh, 20 points in it at the top of the table. Celtic with one game in hand. Regan is on the line, a Celtic fan. Regan, good afternoon. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Good to hear you, Regan. So what's in your mind? You're, You're thinking about Aberdeen today. Yes, I just want to mention that now Aberdeen have got a five-point um, deficit between them and Aberdeen. Yep. I, I just want to ask, do, do the do, do, do panel think that Derek McInnes might, he might say that his time was up at Aberdeen? What do you think, right? At the end of the season? Uh, what do you think, Reagan? Surely not after such success. And he's still, I mean, he's still got time to come in third. But what, what, what do you feel? I just feel some of the... Fun- well, I've seen some of the fans on social media. Are, they're not really happy with Dead McInnes anymore. Mm-hmm. They, they, they feel like they want a brand, a, a brand new manager. Mm-hmm. Yep, social media plays a big part these days. Sai, what do you think? And it's strange times just yeah. now because the fans are not at the games. What do you feel? I don't think he'll go, Paul, if I'm being no. totally honest. I mean, I said it earlier in the show, I don't think if you're a manager that's close to getting the sack, a chairman allows you to bring in three new players. Mm. You know, I think what Derek's problem's been, you know, seeing the past two or three years with Aberdeen, you could write, I could rhyme their team off mm. in, a, in one go. I knew what their starting 11 would be, what their two subs would be. Now, I, I struggle to think what Aberdeen's lineup's going to be at the weekend. And again, I think it's a weird season for managers, so I, I feel for him. I've also said before, he, when he had a settled team on the pitch, Aberdeen were doing really well. And you know, I judge a manager on that when he has his, his first eleven on the on the pitch, and, and he was doing well with that. He then had to suffer stuff of, of COVID with the players going away under twenty ones, and since then he struggled. But I do sympathise him because I know how tough it could be when you lose two or three key players, and then you need to switch your shape about week to week. It can become tough, and I think Derek's suffering. But I think with the signings that he's made, he can get an eleven on the pitch that are up to his standards. And I think I, I do think in two or three weeks Aberdeen will turn. Barry. I'd be surprised if um, something happens mm. uh, over the next couple of days. I, I do believe he, he deserves the respect he, he get until um, at least the end of the season. If that's if a big if, if the Aberdeen board are, are, are thinking about it, um, for what he's done over the last eight years or so, um, February when he first came in, think back about Aberdeen, they were they were fighting relegation. Mm. And Derek's come in and, and changed that whole club round round about. And also each season he's always got to rebuild. He loses three or four players. He's got to then go and into the the transfer market and try and get um, replacements to come in, which is very hard because um, it's a club that's a way up north as we all know, yeah. and a lot of people maybe no fancy getting up there. So I, I think he deserves the respect of getting um, a, a bit of bit more time see in terms of him walking away though there's no way he'd walk away is there I don't think he's that type either no no. I, I, I don't I think if if it did cross his mind that would maybe come at an end of the season but I think when you're you're in uh, the start of February he'll fight on and he'll want to go and, and prove to people who are giving him stick on social media um, and the, the 
the media that we work in as well, and I, I think some it's over the board of them, over overboard of them. But honest, again, when you what Fergie says about other managers, when you speak to guys that have played under Derek McInnes, they all enjoy it. Mm-hmm. They've all enjoyed their time at Aberdeen. You know, really? I speak to Greg Stewart, and Lewis Ferguson, guys like that, and they they, they rave about Del. Uh, Tony Watt was the same when he was up there. So I think he's a I think he's a players manager, and I do think he's had these bad patches before. This isn't how new to Del. Mm-hmm. You know, we're saying that he'll be upset, but he's seen it all before, and he's the type that that can turn it round. Uh, I think he signed well in Hornby, mm-hmm. Canberra and Henry and I think they're the types that they need were right in, in Hedges being it. So I think once they get to know their their teammates, I think Aberdeen will get back on track. Regan, what about your own team Celtic? A two one win this afternoon, twenty points in it. How are you feeling? At least it's another victory. I have to I thought I thought the show last Saturday when Celtic got beat by St Mirren. Yep. And since then Celtic have beat come on four now and Motherwell today and I just feel it's great to see Celtic back to one ways again I just want to ask Ballarine and try one question yep Sh- sh- surely uh, David Turnbull he needs to be in that Scotland squad mm-hmm. to go to the European Championships yep. good point yeah yep. I-, I think he's got every every chance he- he'd been in the, the-, the Scotland squad I'm sure Steve- Stevie Clark's watching him uh, and you just need to see with the performances since he- he's broke back in I think it was uh, Correct me if I'm wrong here, it was a Lille game. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. when he's yep. come back in. Yeah. And, and every time I watch Celtic, he's he's one of the main performers. So I've no doubt he'll have ambitions to get into that team. And and he's certainly got the the ability and the, the characteristics as well. I like the way he goes about it. You see, when he got took off a day, he wasn't happy. Yeah. I like that. That shows me that he, he wants to play every single minute, every single game. I think Scotland have played that way by 10 off big dykes. And, and I think. Mm. David Turnbull's the most natural 10 that Scotland have got I think guys like McGinn's played there for me he's not a 10 mm. I agree with Fergie he's better getting forward but from the centre of the pitch Ryan Christie's played there again for me I would take Turnbull over Christie in that position um, and if you're not going to play him he'd be perfect for Scotland in terms of if you are one down last 30 minutes put David Turnbull and he's a guy that wants the ball under any, under any circumstances and he looks to play forward I think Scotland need as many players as like that as possible and see when Celtic have been through the tough time he's never had no mm-hmm. he's always wanting the ball he's always that player that's wanting to go and make that difference and, and he didn't like getting taken off this afternoon yeah I, I said yeah. that yeah. and I, listen I don't mind that at all yeah. as long as he doesn't start going no. throwing things about but be yeah. disappointed is he on the other side as well Fergie you think of tens like Ozil guys like that and we talk about Roderick El Yunus he's playing that they don't want to do the dirty side but even with Turnbull if he isn't having the best of games he still goes and hunts the ball and gets the ball back one thing about him Si I've got to be honest with you he's no lazy no he works and his I, backside yeah, off he, he works his backside off and do you know what he's got good movement he's, you made a point during the game there see when it's not on he takes a touch and lays it and moves, moves again. Yeah. right Regan thanks very much that's a good call cheers Okay, thank you. Cheers, Thanks, Regan. Scotland are eight six up in the rugby. Uh, seven eight minutes into the second half, so still early days, early in the second half. But Scotland eight six ahead. Imagine being in the middle of that. Oh, I know, look at the size, oh eh? my god! Oof. The dark blade. We came close to getting a try there, and uh, they're powering forward again. Scotland eight six up. I, right. I quite yeah. like that ref uniform though. <laughs> it's quite, quite cute, isn't it? Is that quite a quite a nice shade there? What is that? A pinky, orangey, yeah. pink number? I quite like that for right, myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, thanks that for that call, Reagan. Tomorrow, so Hamilton against Rangers. Uh, it's twelve o'clock, isn't it? Sky, it's on. It's the early game, and what a day tomorrow it's going to be. Here's Stephen Gerrard speaking about the overall 
team performance, the teamwork at Rangers? Yeah, I think it's a combination of things, in all honesty. Uh, I think we've got better players in and around the team and the squad now. We're in the strongest position we've been in since this journey begun. And, you know, I, I think people are standing up at, at big times and creating big moments for us. You know, you look at Yanis the other night, that's a, a very important goal for us. Equally as important as Alfredo's was the week before at Hibs. And throughout the season, we've really had a... You know, the goals have been spread out really nice around the squad and that tells me that we're in a in a really good place. So tomorrow, uh, no surprises, I think virtually everyone. Could there be any upset tomorrow at Hamilton? I, yep. I honestly don't see it. Uh, the way that the manager goes about his business and that filters into his team, the way his team um, has been playing. And as I says, I don't think they're hitting top form just now, but there's a real work ethic about them and a real determination to try and get this over the line as quickly as possible. I think the only person that might be upset is the Hamilton goalie tomorrow. Well, that was good, wasn't it? Was <laughs> oh, yeah, that's very good. But yeah. uh, no, uh, Hamilton will sit in, but Rangers have got players that can that can take the ball under pressure mm. and deal with it in, in the tight areas and I think they've just got too much attacking-wise. Um, Roof will play up, but I really like Aribo. I think Aribo's added that run at the box in midfield. I think he'll be a key player tomorrow, so I expect it to be three or four for Rangers, to be honest. And will it go all the way then? So at the moment, Rangers on 75 points. They've played 27 games. Celtic on 55, played one fewer. Is it going to go all the wayside, do you think? As Scotland go 11-6 ahead at Twickenham, Kolkata Cup. But Is it going to go all the way? Can Celtic go undefeated until they play Rangers if, and if see like, what happens? Yeah, if Celtic play like they did in the first 60 minutes and how they played midweek, then I can see Celtic beating, uh, going unbeaten until that Rangers game. It's then up to them to go and, and show how good a team they are. You know, it's all right beating Kilmarnock and Motherwell. Your big test is can you go and stop Rangers run and stop them from going the season unbeaten? Uh, we're yet to see, but... As I say, based on the 60 minutes, they're more than capable of doing it. Barry, team of the day, St Mirren, arguably, I'll just give you the choices, 2-0 win for them, St Johnson winning at Livy, Hibs against Aberdeen, 2-0, or Celtic against Motherwell. I've got to give it to St Johnson. They go and break Livingston's 14-game unbeaten, so you've got to give Callum Davis and, and his team all the credit they deserve. And who's going to win tomorrow, Man City, Liverpool? It's at Anfield? Man City. Go Man City, yes. yep. Yeah, Man City, definitely. They're, they're on the roll. Man City yeah. look at a proper team again, didn't they? Remember we keep saying about the English Premier League, don't enjoy it. That's one team I love watching. Yeah. Watch, watch them. Watch them tomorrow. That's proper, yeah. proper football. But buying that centre half's made a massive difference. The boy Diaz for uh, Portugal, he's, he's been Stones a great since he's Stones as well, mate. Uh-huh. He's cutting out all the slackness. Doing the Doing basics well. Love that. And Phil Foden, you love him. Stevie Lennon's Floor Fillers is coming up next. Then Edward Reed will be on at eight. Cy Ferry, Barry Ferguson, thanks very much for joining us. Can you believe that's another four hours? Pleasure. Brilliant. You come back on Monday, yeah? Uh, We're back on Monday. Back on Monday (laughs) at five, the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Thanks very much for listening. See you Monday. The Go Radio Football Show. Let's go. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk.